Dylan, Kyle, and Evan. We're running kind of light today, but hopefully we'll pick up a few stragglers halfway through this segment like we have a tendency to do. We're fresh off playing Doom Eternal last month. Real banger of a podcast. Go back and check that one out. That game was fantastic. This month we've played Undertale, which is a cult classic from a few years back that Dylan can explain better than me. They describe it as a role-playing game. I totally agree. Created by Toby Fox. Um... So there's a couple of people who worked on this game, but it was primarily him, um, and it was Kickstarter-backed uh, for a long time. So there's a scene at the end where you can see all the Kickstarter people that that, uh, that, that contributed. The player controls a child that's fallen into the underground, a large secluded region under the surface of the Earth, separated by a magic barrier. The player meets various monsters during the journey back to the surface. So uh, the rest of the description gives a little bit too much of it away out the gate. So Kyle, if you want to talk about your experiences this month with it, I'm interested in hearing hearing what you were able to get through. Oh, uh, you know, those type of games aren't really my cup of tea, really. But I actually didn't mind the story of this one. It actually had some good comedy to it. Um, I tried to just, I am just doing the passive route like try not to kill at all and damn is it hard it's it's pretty hard and like when you have to try and dodge the attack move because you're trying to be passive it sometimes feels like it's impossible like they do make it impossible for you to not get hit by some of the stuff yeah for sure are you using a guide no okay wow good for you you're right though some of those attacks just seem like that you cannot make them work if no and you got to be smarter too in the game. For uh, you got to just learn when to hit spare, because for a while I just like when we were fighting like those dog knights, I just kept petting it for like forever. Like I almost died. I was like, <laughs> man, I need a runner spare, and it finally went. I just kept petting it. I was like, had like four HP left. That's fucking hilarious. You're like petting this dog to your death. Uh, <laughs> Like, bleeding really, out. to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> just bites your face again. <laughs> oh, I, it was cool though. Um, like I said, it's those games aren't really my cup of tea for fun. Um, sometimes I felt like it was a little bit slow for me, but and the part I made it for, I made it to like the waterfall, and okay. that was about the last part where I hit. Yeah, that's pretty, that's, I mean, that's far enough. You made it past the initial snow town and like a good bit of that initial humor. 
Yeah, my favorite part was taking the brother on a date. <laughs> yeah, I like those part. quite a bit. Sans or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. Not. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so are you using a guide or not? No. I swear. How the hell did you find the date? I would have missed that for sure. You can go back really? to the house. Really? I found the date, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've... you just go back to the house and go back <sighs> Yeah. I would have not done that. I kind of oh, yeah. learned in those games that you need to just explore every option and click on everything. I clicked on everything I saw, read so the, everything. The date with Undyne, right, is something that you could totally miss without a guide. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yes, I didn't make it that far. Yeah. So you made it a little bit further in past Snowtown. Is it? Is it the the format of the game that's an issue for you is it maybe do you think if you went like a genocide route first that you would have maybe had a funner time with it you know i think the genocide route would have just because um the killing just seems like it like the fastest alternative it becomes but a combat I, game at that point but, yeah but i heard if you don't kill you get the best ending so i kind of wanted to see what the best ending is once you know that there's different endings to it, you have to try and do the correct way. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I always try to get the good boy ending first. Yeah, I always lean that way. Like in the Mass Effect games, I always play Paragon first playthrough, right? Because I was like, I don't, I, I, I'm not like I'm an asshole, but like I'm not gonna merc someone for some bullshit. Like <laughs> you know, like I don't feel like that's my character. But like, and I also, I guess I didn't understand a lot of the. Uh, equipment. So, I mean, technically, a lot of my equipment was false because I'm not allowed to attack. So, yeah. there really wasn't stuff for me that I was like, I could have favored myself. I didn't find anything to help me with my health or something to help me die. So, I must have hit wrong items or something because I got always hmm. got like gloves or a or a stick to hit. So, there's an item that I found pretty early on. I think it's the apron, and the apron gives you one health every time you complete a turn, right? So, like, every time you go through a set oh, of I could use that pet and that dog. It, bro, so there are, like, items that are structured that way and also give you, like, more defense, so you take less damage, like the gloves. You might find the apron in Hot Lens, though. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the apron is in Hot Lens, but there is an item. Yeah, I don't have the apron. The... I, I did have the tutu by then, and I'd found the, the bandages by then. Um... But I absolutely agree. Like, it's uh, items are scarce because really, the I feel like uh, the you know the battling in the game is really just to break the monotony of the of the game up a little bit, right? It's really it's about the story. Yeah, um, I would agree. More than anything else, and the gags, right? I also um, think, at least that's what it seemed like to me. I think that uh, like. Th- the process of moving the heart around the screen isn't very complex, right? Like it doesn't, it's not something that's groundbreaking, but what I I do like is like how it's implemented with um, these different characters, like special attacks, right? And how like they'll fill the screen, like you're playing like a, you know, an asteroids kind of at that point or like a a bullet hell. Yeah. Like it's a good mix of that and like a, super simplistic version of an early final fantasy game right with the with the menu based system and the turn based action right it's a good point so the combat was the combat was super interesting i yeah. thought right Great. the little window 
and the mini game. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is cool because honestly, that's something they could have been doing this whole time with that, you know, that little mechanic, I think. So I thought that was very inventive of them to be like, let's throw this little mini game in there. Right. But again, yeah. like you said, none of it requires that much like skill and dexterity. Right. Yeah. It's more about telling the story. Even like you were saying, even the, the, uh, the special moves and the, uh, the combat, um, told a story to me if you're paying attention to it right the dude that's working out he's like sweating on you yeah right. yeah. Yeah. yeah the uh, ghost in the first level if you choose crying. to meet him yeah crying right like right that kind of thing yeah Are you talking about that flower one in the beginning so in the beginning there's a uh, area that you can go to and it's a it, well it's it's required and the ghost is sitting right in the middle of he's laying the down he's laying down <laughs> And you go and talk to him, and he's, like, really sad and pissed off. He goes there to be alone, right? And then if you compliment him enough, and he will – he's like, let me show you something. And he cries himself a top hat. Like, his oh, tears yeah. start to go up, and they build a top hat, right? And he's like, he's like, do you like this or whatever? And you and you compliment him on it. Um, I was he, tempted to insult. Yeah, he, he comes back to – in the latter part of the game – um, and he has a house by the waterfall area that you can go like explore and stuff like that. You go into his house and he's just laying like he was in the first level on the ground in the house. Oh, shit. <laughs> I might be coming up to that then. Yeah. He really saves your ass in one of the more annoying fights. Yes, too. he does. <laughs> um, but it seems like, it seems like the having a more combat heavy playthrough, you would have enjoyed it a little bit more than, the pacifist and like trying to figure out the puzzle of like how do I not kill? Yeah, how something? do I please you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I can like totally. I would have liked this game less if I was trying to figure out how to spare everything on my own, like through the actions and stuff. Because yeah, that I definitely just went full guide for this one. There was no way I was going to guess through all those options. It wasn't fun, especially finding those uh that those two dog that boss battle with the two dogs yes and you have to like i thought i was like do i have to pet each and one of both of them just to get them to like you and then get them to smell you and then... oh it took forever i i died twice in that mission is that the one with the axes kyle yeah 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 i died twice They're called... I was like i just <sighs> it's so hard to get them to like me <laughs> There's, there's, I don't want to give it away, but there's some, there's definitely some things you can do to get them to like you quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So you choose to like roll around, right? And then you have the dogs re-sniff you, right? And they're like, this is a dog. Oh, I figured it out to my second death. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how you, how you beat them otherwise, because I actually didn't play a... So I threw the stick. Oh. And they were like, oh, man, this is great. And they would go and fetch it. And when they come back, they're, like, um, super excited and super happy. And all they want you to do is just throw the fucking stick again. Right? Uh, After that, all you have to do is just one more positive action. Right? So pet them usually. Uh, And after that, you could just leave them alone. Um I, I did not use a guide. Somehow I've 
dodged all of the uh, Undertale like memes, and even though I've known it's a thing for at least five years, I feel like I've known about this game. Yeah. Uh, somehow, I was able to stay away from anyone telling me what the game was about or, you know, spoilers on the internet. I feel like I took the game more seriously than I should have uh, starting out, right? Um, meaning that I'm like, I'm going to explore every option and I'm going to check every nook and cranny, right? Yeah. And it's not really that kind of game. No. Right? It's pretty straightforward. It'll reward you um, with a joke or something sometimes. You know, yeah. Uh, th- th- I don't think I would have enjoyed it if I was just fighting everything every time. To me, that just makes it like any other RPG that I've ever played. Right? Aside from the silly banter and the, the humor. Right? Um, I actually, it took a lot longer, but I actually enjoyed the puzzle of figuring out how do I get out of this without having to have some sort of combat, right? Um, There's I screwed like, up. Or, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was just going to say the early, there's stuff like that you have to pick up early on. Like uh, if you buy a spider donut, right, for seven coins in the first level, you take it all the way to the end of the game and there's a boss that's a spider and you can pacifist her, but it's incredibly hard. I knew I was going to need that fucking donut. Yeah, so so there's stuff (laughs) like that too that uh, is a cumulative thing that you're having to keep track of if you're doing the pacifist runs. And I actually... Did you keep the cinnamon butterscotch pie? Yes, yes. Mad respect. Yes, I did not use I that. ate that. I ate that immediately, too, and that was a mistake <laughs> in the end. I was petting a damn dog. I was like, I'm dying here. Yeah. And then you also get, like, a snowball from the snowman, and you have to, like, it has to occupy one of your inventory slots through the entirety of the game. and Just through the end. Oh, is it just through the end? So you can, yeah. I kept it in my inventory the whole time. Like I didn't, I didn't take it out. I ate up a spot with that, but um, yeah, there's stuff like that that, like Evan was saying, that is is a fun puzzle to solve on its own, and like figuring out if you need something or if you don't need something. How far did you get again, Evan? Sorry, remind me. So I got um, just past the battle with Undyne. So okay. you are in the hotlands, right? Yes. Yep. Did you give her water? Yes. See, that shit right there would have been where I blew my pacifist run. I definitely would have just ran right past that thing, excited that the bitch fell over. and Yeah, and then she just dies there. Yep. yep. <laughs> there's no way. I'm impressed by both of you because I was trying to make sure I beat the game in time, but like, uh, uh, there's no way I would have figured some of that stuff out. I, I really wanted to beat it. Uh, I even knew that I wasn't going to complete it on pacifist and still went through and just for the hell of it, because I enjoyed that more, uh, the pacifist route. See, I killed, um, Terriel or Terriel in the first year. You ruined your chance. Yeah, because I didn't really understand. Tutorial. 
I did. I, I, I didn't really understand how the combat worked, and I felt like I'd exhausted, uh, as far as the pacifist route goes, and I felt like I'd exhausted all of the um, dialogue that I could have with her, and it was basically just telling me, like, this isn't going to work, right? Uh, At some point, you just see her face change. Like, it doesn't give you a dialogue prompt. It just gives you, like, a softness in her face, right? And that's when you know that you've, like, made it. But I think it requires you to do it, like, 12 or 13 times. You have to spare or whatever. And then she's, like, she'll give up. Like, she just looks at you. Well, I know now that the game will kind of, like, low-key lie to you about shit. (laughs) right yes like that because i figured that out for later like when you're fighting undyne and there's a couple other uh battles where it's telling you like hey you know dialogue is not going to resolve this basically i think is what it says or something similar to that uh but yeah yeah so i killed her early on and then um the rest of the game though i played uh as a pacifist i did not kill one thing after what do you think of that? Did it bug you a little bit? Uh, yeah, actually, it, it was a little discouraging because um, I was like, "What's the point?" You know, in playing the game, I'm kind of I'm a kind of a completionist. Um, but at the same time, uh, kind of like you, Kyle, I kept getting bored with the game, and honestly, I, I, I did not anticipate finishing it at some point uh i enjoyed it for what it was but i i kept getting bored with it too you know i think that's part of the reason i didn't finish it i think parts of would have to be like maybe i would have enjoyed it if i just went neutral killed with i wanted to kill but i just part of me was like well i need to know what the ending's gonna be like to be a good boy yeah that's right <laughs> I, think, I have I think to be that, kind. I think that the so I, it struggles a little bit in that regard. I feel like from like the Pokemon kind of mobility that you have in that game, right? Where it's very uh, analog, up, down, left, and right. Um, the pace is is slow. Like the walk pace is slow. So I f- I feel like that can lend to a feeling of like. I I'm getting bored. Like there's not, it's, it's a lot of this for a very little amount of that. Right. But especially how games are these days. Yes. It's it is hard to go back. a huge contrast to like everything else we play. Yeah. I think it, I'm I, think, a, I think that has some credence. Like it is hard to go back to that. I'm a rocket league main. And this game is literally <laughs> the opposite of that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like Overwatch. This game, they under to uh, calm me down a little bit instead of being depressed by Overwatch. It's a different feel for sure. I mean, you're playing it for the sheer enjoyment of the game itself. Yeah. Right? And I honestly, I empathize with that. Like, I I would get bored with it consistently. Like, I was in even when I was really enjoying it because I didn't start to enjoy the game until I got out of the like halfway through Snowden, probably till I fought Papyrus. Thing. But like, I even still, I'd get bored with it and stuff, but like, it was funny, because as I kept playing, like, 
I got less bored and was able to go for longer and longer. And then like my final session ended up being like a four and a half hour session and just sitting there finishing out the game. I think that it has a certain buildup that happens because it's not like trying to give a lot of it away in the beginning. Right. Like it, I feel like it is very precious about its story and like what it has to offer that the buildup happens fairly quickly about halfway through that game where you hit the highlands and you're like, I'm like, okay, I'm on pace. Like I can, I finished it from the hotlands in one sitting, like as in it equated to about four and a half hours of gameplay just right there. You were right. I looked at my game clock. It was like seven hours. So I'll give it to you. And I worked with a guide and I died very little. Like I only on the end fight, right? At the very end fight once and the king once as my two deaths in that game. So Uh, I was looking for those glowing stars to heal so bad. I was hoping every time in a new loading area I'd see one of those glowing stars. Like Dark Souls with the fucking bonfire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't have a problem. You what? I, I never felt threatened. In that game I was just too passive. I never had an issue. I, I did I die a couple of times. Uncomfortable. Uh, there was a couple of boss fights. I, I think the frog killed me the very first time. Well, I'm it's like the one of the very first enemies in it. It's like a big frog. The froggit or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I think that. So, what I will say is that I think that opinion would change if you got all the way through it, because there are some enemies that are. Like, I was playing on a keyboard, mind you. So, like, not on an analog stick. So, I had more control over, like, what I was doing and how much of it I was doing. But, like, there were some moves that, like Kyle said, looked fucking impossible. How do you dodge that? Right? Like, the only Scores, thing... Scores, attack. The only thing that kept me alive... Yes, that's exactly it. Yes, yes, yes. Like, the only thing that kept me alive was literally... Like, I had a shitload of healing items that I always kept because I realized pretty early on that, like, the pacifist path is going to be kind of taxing in that way. You're going to come pretty close to death quite a few times, like, as you get later on. So I kept a shitload of, like, A1 healing items on me, and that was the only reason why I only died twice. But Real quick, I want to interject to say, ladies and gentlemen, I was correct. We did pick up a straggler, and his name is Lane. Yeah, I'll put some more audience sounds in there. Hey, everybody. Sorry, I'm late. How far did you make it into Undertale? I made it a little bit over halfway, I believe. Okay. Um, where, where, like where? Well, actually, that's not true. I probably made it about just before halfway, because I just got to the waterfall level. I would yeah. say you're even maybe like a third. Yep. Right. Yeah. Sounds about right. So real real quick before we we'll have you get into your segment because Devin and uh, Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> twice now. Evan and Kyle have been carrying the bit a little wit bit. Um, how much do you guys care about spoilers for this? Because Evan, you were saying you were like interested in this game. <laughs> like I don't want to. I want to fucking spoil this. Fucking like, because there's pieces that there's I mean, pieces that I want to talk about. Honestly, like that's what we've done every episode. Okay. Also, so, 
I don't see why this is anything special, right? I and mean, there's we, three different endings. So hey, man, I'm just uh, making sure. Just trying to be. Uh, no, no, no. Things. I appreciate it. I, I think because uh, I was thinking the the same thing, but the you more know, I thought about it, the more I was like, look, this is. I you know something about Nabstabluk coming back oh, earlier, yeah. and I, I feel like I saw your face be like, yep. <laughs> So they so what I think we'll do cuz I think mine and your portion is what what is going to be the most spoiler heavy. So we can just kind of say like yeah, if you're interested in like not having this game spoiled for you like just, when I start talking. Yeah, just tune out. <laughs> like for a but also it's 5 years old so go fuck yourself. Lane, does this how be true? Did you like it? I'd enjoy it. Um, I will say this isn't probably a game that I would go out of my way to play on my own. It's just, uh, um, <clears throat> I don't know, it's just not my usual type of game. But, you know, it was fun. It's cool. I liked uh, some of the dialogue is fucking hilarious. And uh, some of the monsters are pretty funny, like fucking Jerry. And <laughs> just did the best. <laughs> I know. Did you guys uh, look at the game guide at all? No. Yes. I didn't. Because it gives you, like, when you get to different levels, it'll tell you, like, these monsters may start popping up in this yeah. area now. And uh, when it, and it'll tell you, it's like, just talk to them, compliment them, or whatever, and then and spare them, and that's how you can, like, beat that monster. Um, and then it gets down to Jerry, and it says, Jerry, ditch Jerry. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I think we look at the same guide, because, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um so yeah, I mean it was cool though. I mean the way that they do the fighting is pretty cool. Um I was actually going on a pacifist run so I didn't do any fighting, but like the mechanics they do of the like old arcade like almost Galaga style like, you know, little games for the for the boss and the monster battles and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um and the art style also really cool. Um and I will say I might keep playing this game, even though it's not my usual type of game, just because um, I'm pretty interested in the story behind it and everything, too. We're going to tell you. It's a real good job of uh, kind of getting the story going with everything. We're going to spoil it a little bit, but you're still really going to want to play it. Because like, when yeah. you're hearing these things happening, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, it's something that has to be seen, too, for sure, in context. Like right. to to appreciate it. rail off the rails towards the very end. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I did think it was funny how uh, when you're trying to leave the ruins and go into the the caves or whatever, your like caretaker lady who's kind of helped you along is like, "All right, well then, fight me." So, <laughs> and then go so bad, fight me for you it. You just spare her until she feels bad for you. She's I like, know exactly. She's like, I guess I can't ever make you, you know, change your mind. So here you oh, go. Oh, it's funny. I think throughout that, as long as it's kind of ridiculous how long it takes, how many spare, how many times you have to spare her to like get past that. But like, I'm pretty sure as you go through it, her like expression changes from like, um, you know, like mad and like fucking fight me to just like, it doesn't even like worth it. Like, it's just I'm done with it. Well, so did you know up front that like it, she won't kill you? Uh, I it actually said it in the game guide, but I hadn't read that far in the game guide. <laughs> Same thing. And so we were talking earlier the cinnamon butterscotch pie. Have you kept that? I I have kept. Well, 
I think I kept the pie. I fucked up and I ate my donut, and I was like, "Damn it! I feel like I'm really gonna need that fucking you donut." Need that you donut. basically did the opposite of what I did. I, <laughs> I kept the donut, but I ate the pie during the fucking Toriel fight because I didn't. Oh, dude, I did. I did use a fucking me. health item. Maybe I did eat the fucking pie during the. T- I ate one of my health items, <laughs> and then I was like, I like got past it, and I read like two, three more sentences, and I was like. Man, I really did feel like at the end there, she wasn't even trying to kill me. That sucks. Exact same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, then later on when it's like put the donut in the box, I'm like, man, I thought it was just telling me to save it for when I might need it. I didn't know it. <laughs> we definitely um, the same guy. But uh, man, I did really like it, and uh, the skeleton dudes are hilarious. Yeah, Sans and Papyrus. Just a couple of goofs. I like how he's um, Comic Sans. Yeah, his, right. his, his text is literally Comic Sans. Yeah. Um, well, he makes jokes. Yeah. I like when he makes jokes and it zooms in on him winking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and getting the little drum kick. You know, his joke. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, they're hilarious. And uh, I really like the puzzles and stuff that were involved with it, too. Even though I was following a game guide and it wasn't that hard to get through them, like, even if I wasn't, like, they wouldn't have been too difficult, at least from what I was playing through at the beginning here. And they're pretty fun, you know, they're pretty cool little puzzles. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. All I got for uh, my piece on this, since I only got about a third of the way through. Well, in that case, if you're worried about spoilers, fuck off, because we're about to dive in. Uh, hey, dive get on in. in it. <laughs> <laughs> dive on in. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about my impressions before you, Dylan. Um, I was, it's funny, because if I'd stopped playing where y'all stopped playing, I would have said basically the same things you guys have said. But, like, <laughs> this is, like, it's real. like, I am so, I've, okay, so, you said earlier, Evan, I've known about this game for a long time. Oh. But the only thing about it I've really known is the whole pacifist and, like, genocide run deal. Like, I've known that the genocide run has crazy intricacies that, like, if you do it, have implications even in future runs of the game. Uh, and I oh, always damn. thought that was a cool, like, mechanic. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, there's yeah. literally some crazy How does shit. that work? So, the, if, you, if you genocide, like, through your first playthrough, everyone is permanently dead. Right. That's not true. Oh, no? Isn't that not so how it works? So what happens is you have to give Flowey your soul after yeah. a genocide run in yeah, order yeah. to restart the game. And if you do that, you get what's called soulless runs. And if you do a soulless genocide run, it gets in way deep into the lore of the game. If you do a, <laughs> Holy shit. If you do a soulless what? pacifist run, uh, you get basically the entire normal pacifist run, but at the very end, your character is basically revealed to be a demon who's going to kill everyone. God damn. Yeah, so like you That's can never hilarious. really get the good ending again after a genocide run. It like corrupts the file. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah but I, like I'd install and reinstall it. Right. But, so like the point being, that was all I really knew about the game. Just the different endings and like it has intricacies like that. I didn't know right. about like playing it or the areas or the characters. And like I was not ha- like I suggested this, and after like playing through the ruins, I was like, "Fuck, I am not having fun. This game sucks." <laughs> 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 super bored of it, 
And as I kept going through, like, the little areas and meeting more characters, getting more into, like, the story and, like, the world and understanding, like, what's going on, it just kind of gained intrigue for me. Right. And, like, by the end, like, you know, you've, you go on these, like, date side quests with some of the, like, bosses that you end up having major battles with, and you have to do all these little, like small nuanced things to save all these people and you get to like see them later on and they're like bullshitting with you at a bar or something like that like it just kept telling its story and like pulling me in more and more as we're going along and by the time i'm like fighting metaton i'm like hooked like yeah. through the hotlands and stuff yeah it's like you kind of mentioned earlier like my last few sessions were like hours long where before that i couldn't only ever play it for like 45 minutes at a time and then like the ending of this fucking game is something else, dude. <laughs> like, first of all, I can't believe... Okay, so I can believe. Did you ever find the dog residue, Dylan? Yes. So that was... Oh, what the residue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you ever use yeah. it, Evan? Mm-hmm. So it fills and, the yeah. rest of your shit up with dog residue. Like mm-hmm. It fills your inventory up with dog residue. And maybe a dog, a dog salad. salad. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever like use the dog salad? It barks at you. Well, not just that. Evan, did you ever use it? No. It's an RNG healing item, so sometimes it'll heal for 6, sometimes it'll heal for 15, sometimes it'll max you out. I didn't know that part about it, that it was a roll for like whatever it gives you. Yeah. And it's in addition to that, it's a roll when you uh, use the dog residue, whether or not you'll get one. What Got does it. dog residue do? It fills the rest of your inventory with dog residue and maybe one dog salad. That's all you can. That's all it does. Yeah, so it's just yeah, fucking ridiculous. Fill the dog residue is actually a good source if you want to. If you need quick cash, yeah. And it's great for infinite healing items because Asgore, Damn. the final or like the final boss of the neutral playthrough, the king, he curb stomped me like twenty times in a fucking row because I only had two healing items in my inventory, and then I went and just spent ten minutes fucking with dog residue until I maxed out dog salad slots, and I went in there and beat him on my first try. So I can believe that you beat him on your first try if you were being smart with healing items, Dylan. Yep. But that, his second attack, those spirals, yes, is the single most bullshit attack in the entire game as far as I'm concerned. Totally, <laughs> like, totally agree, because there's some of them that feel like you can't make it out of that. You can't. Like, you and can't. like, it's, you know, like the combat's pretty rudimentary, like it's circles or things coming across the screen and you just have yeah. to move around and dodge, pretty basic. He like shoots these spirals at you. It's this like it's the only attack in the game that I felt was unfair, because like you can be in the middle of the circle but not quite enough, and it like closes down at some point and will oh. like hit you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, will <laughs> it comes in faster than like damn near everything else in the game. There's no way to judge where the slots are gonna be. <laughs> damn. Speaking, yeah, that's fun. Speaking on rude. that though, I feel like there are some hits that are engineered to like be almost impossible to like you're going to have to take damage here. i agree like because i've watched some speedrun playthroughs of this and they are almost perfect right but there there are some times where they'll get hit by an object and it doesn't matter it doesn't slow them down any 
right? Or like sometimes they'll voluntarily take hits um, to keep things going. But yeah, no, that's, I think there are some of those attacks that are engineered to be like, you're going to lose a little bit of health here. Right. Oh, like, yeah, you are going to. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so that's the other fun thing is when you finally get to the king, like you go through all these areas and it even like gives you three achievements in the road telling you that like you're in the final stretch. It's like setting you up telling you that you're about to beat the game and stuff. This was when I was yeah. like bitching at Dylan over text the other day, like, this game is way longer than you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I saved before the king fight thinking I was at the end of the game and I was like, alright, I'll knock this out tomorrow and I'll be good. It was Memorial Day. I sat down and I fought him for like an hour and a half before I finally maxed the dog salads and beat him. You have to actually fight him, so it's the first time you do combat on a pacifist run. Yes. Because he just immediately destroys the mercy button. And, like, you don't have any other option. So, but when you get him down to one health, you have an option to spare him or save, uh, kill him. And if you spare him, Flowey shows up and kills him. Yep. And then you start fighting the real final boss of the game. And Flowey is, like, a whole other fucking thing. He, like, becomes this, like... Lovecraftian monster at one point that like fills the screen yeah, the with top, bullet hell attacks. Yeah, like the top half of the screen gets filled geez. up with this monster-looking alien flower. Yeah, like uh, from that old movie, the plant that eats people. I forget what it's called. Little shop of horrors. Yeah, little shop of horrors. It was even more <laughs> yeah, horrific than that shit. Well, I'm sure. Opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, holy, holy moly! It really like yeah, like his his character design is like slightly disturbing. <laughs> Oh, dude, even that first little, like, fucked up face he gives you when he goes from being a cute flower, it's like, oh, shit, bro, fucking relax. Bro, there's a part. <laughs> so if you, in that initial portion um, where he's trying to show you what the love pellets do, right, or whatever, right, or the hug oh, yeah. pellets. Like, right at the very beginning. I don't know if you guys had the opportunity, but if you dodge all of the pellets every every time he sends them to you, he looks at you and he turns that face on and he's like, you know what you're doing here, don't you? Like, you're just wasting my time is essentially right. what he'll say. So you get like a new dialogue cool. if you don't comply with that first portion of it, like completely. Like yeah. he just assumes you have prior knowledge of doing like what that is supposed to be or whatever. And that's yeah, really right. cool. That is really cool. I do like, of... um, you know, we've talked about about it plenty before. How we all really enjoy the like game variability and like the varying like outcomes you can get and like the in game shit that changes depending on how you play in certain games. Like that stuff is really cool. And uh, you, for how simple this game is, they did a really good job of weaving that into it and uh, giving it some real depth. I think. Oh, dude. Especially with like how it sounds like the story fucking turns. Well, because like, that's the thing. You f end up fighting Flowey and then put that. You have to like. The he, game crashes. He consumes the souls well, of the prior. Like. In the first fight, he just destroys the world yes. by crashing the game on you. Yep. And then you end up like reloading the game and you have to like just know to go back to the lab basically in the hotlands and you get to this whole secret area that explores a whole extra like i want to talk quite a bit about lore. that because yeah i'm like trying not to touch on it too much before that's like, yeah. the important part like really <laughs> yeah that's that's really the important part 
is yeah. the end bit, and it's optional. I'll like hand over to you. Oh, really? All right. Send it. So, it's a really good game, and I felt the same way you guys did at your point. I would hard recommend finishing it. I definitely sympathize with the fact of like the puzzling kind of can can wear on you a little bit. Um, I think what it was for me, honestly, is that um, I was already getting a real late start on playing this game. And so I was doing it with the game guide, and it was really more just me trying to get through it than me actually sitting down and like playing it and enjoying it. Um, I will say that for sure. <laughs> and 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 you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily make it easy for you um, to enjoy it. Like uh, hearing how everyone else has talked about their first portion of it, I I really feel the same way about it. It is a bit of a drag. At first, the really the only thing that's pulling you through is like the little bits of humor that you get and (laughs) and the setup to these stories and the introduction of these characters. I feel like even Undyne, her introduction where you're like running away from this shielded knight Mm -hmm. or whatever, I feel like that's where it starts to pick up a little bit and you're like, okay, there's some urgency here. Right, that happened a, in the waterfall level. Yeah, yeah, it, it's and it carries on into the right before you hit the hotlands, um, and I really, I feel like it apes off of a lot of like early JRPGs, right? So early Final Fantasies um, have these things in like Persona games, right? Where if you miss something in our three in hour 34 it becomes pertinent right and it does it in this like condensed timeline um that that is palatable you know i feel like if you were really hauling ass and you were like for me it was about seven hours to completion on pacifist um you know that's two and a half hours more than what you told us yes that's exactly (laughs) it you can almost (laughs) count and guarantee on that shit like all day every day did you but, go back and check your save file or what? I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll show you I did it for um So what I will say yeah. to my credit is I spent about an hour in the end section after Flowey going back um and going to the lab. So um, you know, whatever you consider to be the actual completion of the game and like the optional shit that goes along with it. We're fucking done. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You could maybe do a neutral run in four and a half. Yeah, yeah. And I think 10 hours is a decent uh, assumption otherwise. When I was looking it up, I saw saw everything from like four and a half to like nine hours, nine and a half hours. Yep. And then for like all playthroughs, I think it was like 21 hours or like all play styles, I mean. There's a lot of really interesting nuance in this game. Like this game is the king of nuance, right? Like it's really what it builds. It's like premise on is is that feeling of um there's stuff in the game that pops up and it never happens again so there's a puzzle where you have to look at the wall with like a telescope right and it shows like a it says check this or something like that i can't remember exactly what it is but it's a forced perspective where it like makes you look through a telescope that that doesn't ever happen ever again. It plays with those little nuances and those things like that. Um, and always reinvents them. 
the full pacifist run i feel like is the most satisfying i went and watched a genocide run and like looked at how it ended um i really do feel like it is the best way to do it is the pacifist side of that what i really want to kind of get into is the end of that game in particular and how if you go online and you look at fan forums there's like a million and a half interpretations of these things right like and what people have come up with like fan theories and headcanon um really what it boils down to um is that and big spoilers here so turn this shit off if you don't want to hear anything about it um but but essentially you know they they truly do need these souls right to get to breach the um the barrier right or at least that's their assumption at the beginning at the end you go into a laboratory and you see failed attempts at extracting monster souls right instead injecting monsters with determination yeah to get the soul right like they wanted to figure out try to allow them to pass through the barrier without us without a human oh okay all right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, essentially they find the secret element or the secret sauce, which is determination. You are getting these, like, um, text prompts throughout the entire game that's saying, like, oh, you're filled with ter- determination, right? And they're talking about how in that in that end it's, like, logs from the doctor that you meet in the lab, right? And um, she's talking about these failed attempts at trying to pass through the barrier um like asgard's interest in not having to use the human souls right in order to facilitate their passing through the barrier um but a lot of it and at the end is like grief talking about grief and loss like um you know essentially flowey is the embodiment of the oh what is that character's name Justin Asriel. Asriel, yes. And um Asriel and the original character like Chara, right, were best friends, right? Like that's and they were taken care of together, right? Like it shows pictures of that and like uh memories and clips. Um That's from the opening cinematic, right? Where they talk yes. about the yeah, the little monster boy and the first human becoming friends yeah so from what i've read and i don't know if this is accurate but essentially it talks about the original person not like being super nonplussed with humanity and then going and jumping into the hole to their death right like it's a suicide um it's the first soul that they collect is is that accurate yeah, well, so, like, they went to the monster realm yes. to see if the monsters had more to offer, and then eventually ended up sick of that, and, like, yeah, eventually just decided to kill themselves so that Asriel could absorb their soul, and they could go back to... And to kickstart the process of this, right, like, the... The theory I read was that um, Kara, the, like, first human that it talks about in the opening cinematic was really trying to like 
use the combined power of its soul with Azrael's monster body to take over like the world basically or yes. just kill as many humans as possible there's a lot of like art of that as well like in these little communities right that that do fan art and shit like that there's quite a bit of art about this game but i it, it's essentially you know flowey is is Azrael and it and it's this character that's like grappling with the loss of a friend and like understanding um and like carrying on a legacy to the nth degree right and and is just totally fixated on this quest of like a human annihilation and you know monster annihilation just very bitter about their experiences and you've it, it comes out in the pacifist ending like you fight flowey and then you fight Azrael right at the at the very end of that and it's one of the harder fights of the game um but i i really enjoyed the context of it i really enjoyed the interpretations that were left to be made i can't say that i'm like a hundred percent fluent on the story or um you know its constituent parts but by the end of it you know i welled up in tears i i just didn't i was like this fucking character is just so sad right and and is grappling with with this to the point that they will just end everything before they would think about i was thinking about this today like the only monster that doesn't get out of the underground is Azrael, the little boy monster who yes like tending so i don't know if you did this but if you go all the way back to the flower patch you can talk to him and he's tending the flowers and he's like telling you that it's okay to go like you know that that kind of thing um and uh one of the things too is like there's some other really cool nuances so i played this thing called hard mode right um if you look up how to play hard mode it's basically um you enter um kara as your name when you start the game and it gives you a, a text prompt that says this will make your life miserable is what it says right and so if you hit start, um, it allows you to play through the first area of the game, but with the hardest enemies from the core, like the last part of the game. Um, and then once you get to the point where you're leaving the ruins, it stops the game. And the little annoying dog comes in and talks to Teriel and is like, hey, like, g- congratulations on completing hard mode, right? Like, it's just some bullshit, oh. right? But it, but those things are programmed into it. Like it, it is a very cool title. It pulls from some of the best concepts in like early gaming Pokemon and how it moves, early Final Fantasies Mario. and how it operates, Galaga and um like a Bullet Hell's early Bullet Hell's Contra things like that. Like it pulls mechanics from from those games for the combat. I didn't get to do very much of the combat, but you do get to do a lot of it because you're dodging shit in between turns. Like you have to get into some fights like, and go. Some of the monsters have like three steps in order to pacify them. So you have to get through like three rounds of, of hits or whatever in order to facilitate that. So really, really fun game. I really like the lore of it. I really like the, um, 
kind of grief that it made me feel by the end of it. Um, and, and how I was left to kind of interpret what, what was going on at the end, but it ultimately gives you a good ending. Everybody gets to go up to the surface other than Azrael and, you know, they have the option to the portals open and broken. Right. Um, well, Azrael's a soul. I feel like I interpreted the ending as like, it's going to end up bound back to the flower patch eventually. He, yeah, that's exactly it. Like I, um, really enjoy like how sometimes flowey is not like a hundred percent evil when you go to restart a game right after you finished a full pacifist run flowey talks to you and there's a reason why i sent justin a text message saying like i've finished it and i don't want to play it ever again right he he basically tells you he's like i can do this but we have to reset everything like all of your progress will go away Right, and you have like you'll you'll condemn everybody to being locked yep. in the underworld again. Yes, and he's like, but you've already you've already released Damn. them, so why would you want to 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 make them live through that again? Right, super, super, super interesting. He's like basically <laughs> telling you don't play ever again. You know yeah. that that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> uh, so it was, it really touched. A particular soft spot in me it really kind of had some of my favorite elements that i like in games like that i like playing indie games in general so that was already a plus and like everybody said i had known about this for years now and had never really sat down and enjoyed it um did you guys uh see in the wikipedia that it was like a single guy that developed yep. pretty much the whole game and it was kickstarted really cool. by a bunch of people um and there's a piece of the final credits that you can like dodge names of kickstarted like people who kickstarted it or whatever yeah so yeah it's... like turn, the credits turn into bullet hell with the kickstarter name yeah <laughs> if you dodge them all it unlocks a secret door in the game Yep, Ooh, and there's like cool. the annoying dog in there and stuff like that. You can go talk to them. Um, but yeah, I I really really like this game. I think that there's a reason why people really attached to this game and like the zeitgeist and the culture of video games. Like, if you talk to anyone under the age of eight, like twenty now, um, they've played undertale or at least have watched a playthrough of it and are into its concepts and its story like my niece and my nephew on uh, my stepdad's side like they saw it in my steam library and they're like oh shit have you played that hmm. like i'm like i haven't played it yet but the, like they're so into it right that's so, pretty cool yeah i think that it does well for what it is and I had never heard of it before, I don't think, anyways. I hope it made that man a lot of money, because it, it deserves it. You yeah, know? seriously. Like, and uh, the music. We haven't even talked about the goddamn music. we got to wrap this up. but Yeah, yeah. Again, that's, that a good, that's a good way to end it, though. Like, the soundtrack is great. Um, the yeah. Metaton fight has the best music in the whole game, in my opinion. Yeah. The Gravit... The, oh, what is, is Gravitron, right? Or is it... What is it's it? Metaton. Metaton. Um, yeah. the the three stages of his fight so the cooking show 
right? Like, a, <laughs> you know, the um, news broadcast. And I like when he comes out as like the Romeo and Juliet thing where he's in a dress and it yeah. comes down with like text that says you're going to die or whatever. Like, but it's like enrobed in flower petals and shit like that. That's like, funny. It, it is super snarky and satirical and does it super well. Dylan says, let's end talking about the music and then ends up talking about a visual gag. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> if you're interested, fucking look it up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what did you guys name your little girls? I find character. it interesting you thought it was a girl. I thought it was like like left ambiguous on purpose. I was like, is this a boy or a girl? I just saw the longer hair and it looked like a little girl to me. <laughs> uh, I named mine Cash. <laughs> Cash, nice. I can actually uh, Kyle. Uh, I named mine Kyle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to jump into the lore there. Just <laughs> I don't know what I, I can't remember what I named my character. Can't remember? No. Really if like at the end, Flowey was like talking to Dylan, and he was like, "The only threat left threat left against our world is you, dick balls." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just balls four twenty sixty. It's just it's just anus. Good job, anus. What'd you, what'd you name yours, Evan? Did you play it? It was Frisk. I. Oh no no I, sorry, Frisk like is hard mode. Um, I named mine Chara, or Kara. If you put Frisk, it's it's the one that in the that jumps into hard mode. Um. Frisk is your actual like canonical name, um, in the in the game. Yeah, so Chara's or Chara is the first human. You can name yourself that, and it will give you some like clever dialogue, and then it doesn't change anything else. And that's what I did. Um, But if you if you put Frisk, which is your actual canonical name, it puts you into hard mode. That's Um, pretty cool. Yeah, I named mine the baby. The baby's good. That was funny when it pops up in a monster fight. What the baby? You what the baby? Cute. <laughs> These monsters—they're really horny down there for sure, though. Just always flirting, wiggling your hips at the mold. Yeah, right. Some of those, some of those choices were really funny, though. Like context choices were fucking. No, yeah. I like that you can uncompliment someone or like <laughs> unhug someone. Sometimes that that's funny. I did like that. I liked how many dogs were in the first level. Or like the second level, whatever you want to I, I call didn't. it. You didn't like the dogs? I thought that was hilarious. No, I petted every one of them. Well, yeah, me too. What do you mean? He, well, petted, like, you like dogs? he petted them to his death. Like he literally just died petting them. He couldn't get, he couldn't get him to spare. <laughs> I like the one where it's the blind dog, right? And yeah. he's like... You you go through his fight and then you go look at the dog treats on the ground, and it, he before he leaves he talks about smoking dog treats, right? And then oh, when, you, when you go and look at these dog treats on the ground, it's like these are already smoked dog treats. Yeah, these dog like, treats have been smoked. He's fucking or blind, bro. Like, I know it's just hilarious. Good game overall. Everybody seemed to yeah, like it. Yeah, good game overall. Did been... we talk about price on it? No, I don't think we. Let me look it, it up all. real quick. Seems like everybody was. It was something that put a few people out of their comfort zones, but they still enjoyed it. Oh yeah. How many monies is it? 
before we know what it costs, I would pay 30 bucks for this at least. Maybe 40 if I'm a little drunk. I'd pay I'd pay 30, I think. By you, Kyle. Go with 30. It's a Evan. solid Evan, you might be on mute. He is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's been talking this whole time. He's like, "Yeah, man, I really like that part." No, 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 I haven't. I <laughs> Well, earlier my speakers turned on and I freaked out and uh I muted myself and I, I never turned it back on after that, I suppose. Um so $30, no way would I pay that for this fucking game. What would you pay? Uh, would you pay? You fucking miser. Uh, Ten ten dollars is what I'd pay for this. So if you're buying it on Steam, it's ten dollars. You can get um an, a game and soundtrack bundle for seventeen ninety nine on Steam as well. On the Xbox uh, store, it is fourteen ninety nine, and on PlayStation Store, it is also fourteen ninety nine. I think that's more than fair. I've yeah. paid yeah. more for ten hour experiences. Yep. Yeah. Fifteen oh, yeah. tops. Absolutely. But, and it did. It got a ten out of ten on Steam, but we never seen that before on on this podcast, anyways. Yeah, the closest that came to it was Dead Cells. Well, we've I had think. a few like nine and eights out of tens. Like we've had some that are like really highly ranked on Steam, and kind of surprised. But um, yeah, ten out of ten, man. There's not even any other fucking metrics for it. It's just I, all you need to know is a ten out of ten on Steam. <laughs> like, I think this game is incredibly accessible to everybody. Uh, that's part of what I like. Like I could literally hand the controller uh, to my wife and be like, "Hey, you know, have fun with this." And oh, for sure, I'd probably not have to, you yeah. know, help her until you get to much. the end. You know, um, yeah. Seriously, the last couple fights really pick up in intensity. <laughs> It almost I, I just, it almost feels unfair because it it feels like it scales so rapidly towards the end that you're just like where the fuck was this combat like Undying mm-hmm. is kind of that way but otherwise like as mm-hmm. the the king is really the first fight where you're like fuck this like what getting, is this <laughs> getting Metaton's ratings up is also kind of a that problem, is difficult but... too. Cthulhu Flowey is a completely different level from like everything else. It fills the fucking screen like all (laughs) the time with projectiles. Like, and he takes up a quarter of it. Like, it's nuts. Ten, 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 fifteen dollars. Yeah, dude, pick it up. Ten dollars. It's it's a great ten dollars spend. I mean, I I feel like it's definitely worth ten bucks, especially on Steam. Yeah, or if you have Game Pass, remember it's also on Game Pass, and uh, if you don't, it's only fifteen bucks if you're looking for a ten out of ten game. So, uh, go check it out, people. And I think we obviously would pretty much all recommend it. So, uh, yeah, with that, we'll go to our technical break here, and then we will come right back to you with our topics and the conversation and stuff after that. Sweet, sweet trap interlude. Give me that trap. Show it love from the 
Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us back from our super awesome trap interlude. Wah, wah, wah. Um, yeah, so thanks for returning with us. Uh, we're here going to be talking about some uh, topics in, like, you know, gaming, pretty much all, like, we'd say it's kind of in the industry. I guess sometimes it goes into the industry, but either way. Um, here's our topics for the month. We got Saddest Death, uh, which I think is our first one, so we can go ahead and start that one. I think that one was Justin's, right? Yeah. So uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Elaborate. Um, explain. What's the topic? I am curious. What was the saddest or most impactful video game death that you have ever experienced in your life? For fun, I'm going to pull up one of those clickbait articles, too, from, like, IGN or TechRadar. <laughs> right. I've already got that ready to start off by asking you, but it sounds like you might need a second. So I got mine. You can never, you you can never like replace Dom in the Gears of War series when it comes to like one of the saddest deaths, right? Um, also, Hillary death. Just in case somebody else said Dom. Don't, I was don't going do with more Maria. than one, man. I was going with Maria Santiago. That's so <laughs> that that was the only thing I was going to say was yeah, yeah. the wife too. Like that. That shit was so sad, man. Oh fuck. Okay, I actually have one, and I think it is. We already called one. Gears okay. of War too All right. bad. All right, I'll take that. Uh, I'll see. Yeah. I'll see by the end of it. Yeah. See if it gets brought up. All right. So we got Dom and Maria, the Santiago's. We're a pretty heartbreaking duo. That was fun. What, what about you, Evan? Uh, so the. <laughs> The first one that came to mind that I can remember having a real impact on me was Aerith from Final Fantasy VII. Yes, at the end right? of the game. Yeah. So I would have been like 17 or 18 when I was playing that game. Maybe a little younger, actually, than that. Um, little baby Evan. And it, it was just, it was the first game that I can really remember uh, character death like that having um like a real uh emotional response uh to something yeah. like that that was definitely the first one that came to mind for me that's the one where the dude floats down from the sky right and stabs her in the back sephiroth bro yes yeah, yeah. sephiroth all right kyle how about you well i actually had to think about this one and i'll go back to the second one but I'd have to say in Modern Warfare 2, when Shepard kills Ghost on that scene. Man, yeah, that oh, was I was actually, that, yeah. that hit me hard because I was really yeah, pissed off because I liked Ghost. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, yeah. fucking rude. It's a crazy that, one. That fight before that, too, with the fucking data loading is so hard, too. You're like, I know, yeah, dude. I know, thing that's I the thing. That. Is you yeah. you grind so hard and you're like, yeah, we fucking did it. He's like, good job. <laughs> <His body. laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I was like real. I didn't say like I was emotional. I was just really mad. I, I was, <laughs> dude. I was like, what? What? Yeah. No, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like in shock. This has um, elicited a secondary question before we continue to delve deeper into this topic. But I'll give mine first before I do that. Mine would probably be Don Santiago, but since that's already been stated. Noble Six was also yeah. very sad from Halo Reach. That so, was my yeah, <laughs> yep. The epilogue like mission where you're just like fighting off the 
elites basically and they just eventually take you out like that was rough <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah i i was very sad but i knew john was in that on that ship so it was okay <laughs> i mean i survived really like yeah <laughs> i get to go play the next one yeah Dylan looks like he's balls deep in that clickbait article. Yeah, right, I'm looking uh, at it right now because so, some of these I don't even remember happening. That's what before. I was looking at too, uh, to be honest. I was like, I don't remember that. So, so of yeah. the saddest that we have so far, what do y'all think? Like of those five, who was the saddest of them? I mean, I'd have to go with Gears of War because that was yeah. just that hit the most. Just. Uh, how dumb. I mean, death the best death in all of video games they, ever. I think so. <laughs> they did so much like building to that too. Like you're so close to him. As you never character. felt so heartbroken. Yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It happens too. Like when he turns around and you like realize what's going on, and you're like, "Don't you fucking dare, dude!" Yeah. 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 And I was telling, I was telling Justin, I was like, "You really realize too how." fucked up marcus phoenix's life is because nothing goes his fucking way it's just always just like pressing yeah seriously like the fact that he lost anya after the main trilogy like what the fuck guy yeah. why and then he loses his son it's like yeah, marcus is just like yelling at the guy. gods yeah, he might turn man. into kratos it might turn to god of war <laughs> yeah that's nice how god it fucking war. starts <laughs> Plus, like, Marcus was, like, a really, really, really rough 35 years old at the beginning of Gears 1. <laughs> You're gonna tell me he outlived Anya? What the fuck happened hey, there? dude, <laughs> yeah. He got that rust lung and she wasn't even down there. This <laughs> fool literally was fighting lambent locusts and shit. He breathed it. <laughs> he takes out a lambent berserker, but his lungs are fine. Marcus is <laughs> built different. He's I'm built different. Too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I love this clickbait article. It's actually pretty good. Like, I... So what what do they have listed? Okay, so a few, and these are the ones that I agree with and, like, know of. So Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, okay. At the end of that game where you sunset, and his horse, too. All of that is sad as fuck. And you know it's going to happen about three quarters of the way through the game. Because he starts coughing up blood and shit like that. And if you go to talk to the preacher in the New Orleans style area of that game, you you do the side quest for the church. He sits down with the nun and he's actually like really frank about his death. And like he knows that it's coming. And he's like, how do you reconcile these things? She's like, do as much good as you possibly can before ha- before it happens, right? Like that's essentially all she gives him. So that one... Um, Sarah from The Last of Us, so the little girl in the beginning Never of The Last it. of Us. That um, is really fucking brutal. I watched that one on YouTube. Yeah. Um, which I watched that in person when it first came out, and that was crazy. Titus from Final Fantasy, at the end of that game, um, he disappears because you realize that, like, once the game is over, like, his character never, like, can exist again. Right, like he's there to rectify a timeline, and that's it. Um, here's one for you, Kyle. Noble Six from Halo Reach. That yeah, was what... mine, dumbass. Oh, sorry, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't listening to what you were talking about. Um, 
<laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ghost is on that list as well. Soap McTavish in Modern Warfare 3. We forgot about Soap. Yeah, soap was sadder than Ghost. That's true. Yeah. Captain Price was heart was broken. I don't know. Price Ghost was cool, though. Soap! Just immediately chucks you down a staircase about that shit. John, yeah. John Marston from yeah, Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, both of those games had pretty notable deaths in them. I it beat has the a first couple... one. I, I didn't really feel like it, though. Like I don't know. Maybe. You I think... beat the first one? First Red Dead, yeah. You beat Red Dead Revolver? Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't even think Kyle understands what I'm insinuating here. <laughs> no. They have a few Mass Effect characters here as well, but I don't really count those because they're optional. Like, Morden Solus is on here, but you can save him. It, I saw and, that on mine too. Yeah, you can save him and all of the characters, really. Wait, that's the scientist, right? Yeah. yeah. You can save him? Yeah, you can save him. I thought um, that was a script of death. No, so you have to have like Paragon fully maxed to do that, but you can save all the characters in that game. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to right now, and it is not fun. It says Jack from Bioshock. I don't remember that death in particular. That's not, that's that's kind of, that's a weird entry, because he dies of old age after raising the little sisters to have Is that Bioshock 2? It's, no, it's, it's the one. main character of Bioshock 1. And then, oh, okay. I thought then, Bioshock 2, the ending scene. And Papyrus is listed in here as well from Undertale, taking it back to our game of the mm-hmm. month. Um, apparently his death is particularly sad in that Actually, run. I read about it. Yeah, uh, I read about that earlier. He, like, turns out to be the only monster who, like, gets determination Yep. by like creating it in himself and it melts him during the fight apparently oh that's so fucked yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's one character in here i never finished this game but number one on this list is lee everett from the walking dead games yep. yeah yep. um and i never ever played those telltale games so i i don't i don't know i don't have the context for that death but you play the whole game alongside a little girl named Clementine that you meet after the world goes to shit, and Lee's basically just trying to keep her alive and keep her doing well and maintain some innocence, and then eventually he ends up getting bit, and the episode ends with her deciding if she's going to shoot him before he turns or leave him to turn into a zombie. And then after that shit happens, she sees two figures walking off in the distance that she can't really tell if they're humans or zombies or something. And she like, instead of going towards them, she like hesitates, just like indicating that like this little girl is basically not even sure if she can trust anything and by herself in a world full of zombies after having to put down her fucking like father figure. It's pretty fucked up. All right, how about this one, Kyle, the Joker from Batman Arkham City? I saw that here too. Yeah, it was when um he was po- he would have that disease, so they were trying to find the cure with uh, Talia Al Ghul, and he gave Batman his blood. Joker gave Batman his blood, so then he had to try and find a way to get a cure for it, and so 
Batman was gonna he had the cure and he was gonna share it with the Joker, but the Joker got greedy and attacked and they dropped the vial <laughs> and it oh. broke. You know it's funny? Even after all of it, I would have saved you. Yep. And then he laps his way to death. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one on it. Booker oh, DeWitt so Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. That one was. Yeah. But oh. they give you they give you the happy ending at the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. I felt mine fucked with Booker DeWitt's story. Yeah, that was more of just a fucking shock, dude. It was it was just that game turned into a mind fuck. Yeah, real when you quick figure the out end. the like how the finger went missing and right. stuff like that from the portal and stuff at the end. Did anybody ever play the um, the DLC Burial for that game? Sea. Yeah, Burial at Sea. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That one also has a real sad ending. <laughs> yeah. The like. Final I hope they Elizabeth. make another one. I think they are, but I think it's, I actually saw a YouTube video on that today. They're making another one, and it's going to be a Sony exclusive, perhaps. Fuck Sony, greedy bitches. They're like, you take because, away our Bethesda, yeah, and we're going to take away your Bioshock. Fuck you. Yeah. That's oh, we're playing that way, um, Microsoft. Ken Levine's a little greedy little bitch, though. I, I guarantee eventually we'll we'll see that come over to the other consoles. But You heard it here first, folks. Ken Levine, greedy little bitch. That's right. <laughs> Puts his shit on everything, bro. It'll be on PC too. Like, but yeah, it's interesting going through these lists. It actually has reminded me how much I hate those websites where they make you tab through a list page by page. I'm like, this is just this yeah. is just terrible. Why would you ever? Did you search pointless ads? No, I just searched like you know worst uh, video game deaths or whatever. Funny. Yeah. I, I just searched saddest video game deaths and I haven't gotten a single one that made me click through it at all. But you know what's funny is Dominic San Diego has uh, Santiago. Santiago. Not, where in the world is San Carmen Diego. San Diego? Yeah. Where in the world is <laughs> Carmen world San Diego? San Diego. <laughs> That's right. He he appears in all of these lists in a prominent prominent space. Yeah. What about Cortana and Halo 4? She's not dead. I know, yeah, I but at the time, she went rampant, rampant so like all Well, now that this has devolved into nothing, should we move to the next? Yeah. Topic? Sorry, I mean, I was also just kind of still oh, looking at these fucking lists over here. Uh, yeah, rampant that was a good one. Yeah, lots of lots of sad fucking deaths, man. Damn it, um, that's all I see now. I know, right? It's just Cortana twerking in my brain. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad we finally established the true answer. Dom is the saddest death. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Um, all right, Dylan, what was yours? The favorite console generation? I think we were going to do... Uh, that was last. Yeah, that's I can't. I can't next. see the poll anymore. <laughs> it's okay. so, um, the next one... I just game. have a list. Resident favorite Evil? Resident Evil game. Yeah. Uh, was that Evans? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can... Uh, oh, there he is. Yeah. Evan, favorite Resident Evil game. Hey. That was yours, right? Yeah, so uh, favorite Resident Evil game. So this topic actually came up last week. Um, Question, is we, it Resident I, Evil 6? <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> that terrible trash uh, fire of a Resident Evil game. <laughs> I don't think 6 is that bad. I mean, of the series, it's definitely not the greatest, but... 
I I think my all around favorite that I've ever played was probably Zero, Resident Evil Zero. Um, okay, yeah, I do so, vaguely remember Zero. Mm-hmm. It's a prequel. Uh, you actually play. There's two characters, Rebecca, who's part of the Stars Unit, and then there's Billy. Billy, right? Yeah. And he's like a convict, right? Uh, there's more to him than that, but um, you have to swap back and forth between those. Uh, the story takes place on a train uh, for a good portion of it, which is a pretty interesting uh, setting and backdrop that really is. Uh, for a Resident Evil game. And, it was a uh, really game, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I played it on, but, uh, you know, I was doing a little bit of research on it and apparently it was, it was originally developed for the Nintendo 64, which sounds crazy because the graphics are, um, you know, really good on this game, especially, uh, for the GameCube, uh, which looked really good for its time. But I I remember that game blowing me away with, uh, you know, how well done, uh, how it looked, the atmosphere. Um, but anyway, yeah, Resident Evil Zero uh, definitely would be my pick. Um, it is available on the uh, Xbox currently in the oh, store. Back, back uh, Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's surprising. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've actually uh, tried to go back and play it and it's difficult uh especially i mean they all are but early on it's really tough trying to uh skirt by the zombies you know on a on a train there's not a lot of room (laughs) to get around them um but yeah so uh who else dylan what was your pick so i'm actually looking at a list here i played a lot of these um even the earlier ones, like 2 and 3 and Code Veronica. But I think it it's going to sound weird, but 5, I think, is probably my favorite Resident Evil game. Chris! Just, Chris! Right, yeah, no, just there's a few things. So I have some, like, fond memories of that wow. game. I remember uh, Justin and I were in our teens, I believe, um, and we downloaded a demo and it was like a two it was a it was a one player demo of the earliest part of the village right and we played that fucking over and over and over <laughs> again like just for fun right like and then i remember it coming out and i liked the co-op ability with the two characters i liked the um kind of set and setting of, of a lot of the game it also is the spawn, like uh, like Justin reminded us of the fucking meme where Chris is punching boulders, and yeah. um, you know, and uh, what's his name is screaming at him with his shirt off. Wesker, Wesker, fuck Chris, <laughs> the immortal Wesker, the immortal Wesker, and and I just I think um, I really liked the evolution of the gun mechanic in that game. It, you still had to like stop and pop. Right, like you do in traditional Resident Evil games, but I, I thought that it kind of played a little better and was a little quicker. I think though that I've ne- I haven't played two remake, I haven't played three remake, and I haven't played Village. So 
I think that may change in the future. But Resident Evil and you 5. and I, um, we played uh, Revelations a good bit together. Yes, we did. I liked that mm-hmm. one as well. Um, we were able to play that online co-op, right? Or did we play that together while we were? We we did both because uh, you can do couch co-op on that one yeah. as well. Split screen, which can be a little, eh. um, but we also played um, online as well. But yeah, as as annoying as it is for the split screen, sometimes it's helpful being able to just look over and I can see what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, like, hey, look over here, and you can literally just look on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Justin, yep. what's your favorite Resident Evil game? Before before I get into that, I was going to say the main thing I remember about 5 is that by the fourth time Wesker pops back up, you and I were like the SpongeBob meme. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? That's exactly it. The fight feels like it's never ending. <laughs> Seriously. It starts um, it starts in like this weird stadium looking thing and then it ends in a fucking volcano. Like stupid crazy fucking boss fight. For me, my favorite one ever is seven for sure. Like Resident Evil Seven was like Yeah. It usurped Dead Space Two as my favorite horror game of all time. Like I was gonna say too. Yeah. It 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 was like a visual masterpiece, like for me at least, just going through like in first person through the house, the like It was crazy. The first hour feeling like an interactive slasher flick flick from back in the day was just amazing (laughs) to me they're real job good job of just setting up the creep factor it seems like it's a game of dread to like the entire time you're playing through it like just watching people play through it online uh, yeah it's like if you've never played it yourself well I'll, i'll probably end up recommending it come october or something but like yeah the whole first four acts of the game you basically you watch a movie to begin with you find your wife and she cuts your fucking arm off (laughs) that's cool just amazing to me yeah dude around the house like coming through walls and shit chopping off your leg if he catches you getting into the hatch like it's just Mm -hmm. it's so intense yeah it's just you're always just fucking keyed up and anxious because it is yep yeah. And it seems like kind of uh, claustrophobic at times too, because oh, you're sure. in the house. Oh, yeah. Like those pieces, there's a boss fight in that game where you fight the dad and you're in a garage, right? Yeah. I'm like that feels Dude, that really part. claustrophobic. Like yeah, yeah. he hops in the car and starts <laughs> driving around. Yeah, Actually, in the really... garage, in the <laughs> tiny like garage. Shit was that, wild. That's a that's a cool fight, right? That's your really first major encounter. Yeah, I think. Yep. Um the the way it starts where like the cop is like walking up to you in the garage oh, and he just comes yeah. up behind and puts the shovel yeah. through his fucking skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nuts. It was crazy. Um, but like you said it's so anxiety ridden honestly like I get to the point where I'm like I got to put this fucking game down. For sure. Like, <laughs> I want to I want to play it in VR. Uh, Oh, I know, dude. I've heard. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> we, we may have to have a boys' night and like bring the two VR helmets and see just oh. how 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 good that ends up turning out. 
Like, because it seems like from what I was hearing, people had to stop pretty consistently playing it because it's just so immersive. Dude. And I, that would be terrifying. Controller. The game I heard was really good on VR too. Was Borderlands. It, with the point and click teleport system, yeah, like it seems like it'd be all right. Yeah, that and they remade Skyrim for VR too. And we're not remade. talking about that. We're talking about Resident. I know, I know, but it's hard not to. In there, Kyle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't say anything for an hour and then pops in to derail the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, did yeah. you already give your? No, he didn't. What's your yeah. favorite Resident Evil game? Buckaroo. It would have to be the same as yours, Resident Evil Five. It's a four selections, huh? Four is okay. Like I, I, I think no. Right. Four is my five. second. Honestly, it was hard for me to choose between zero and four because four was the other one that I really had a lot of fun. With. Is four the one where you have to? It's it's a uh, like the entirety of the game is a companion mission where you have to take the little girl yes. along with you. That is a big the, part of the game. And you have to throw her into like trash cans and shit. While you're yeah, going that to part actually kind of sucks. Honestly, like <laughs> people so, people joke about that uh, game pretty consistently. Out of the whole lineup, they really bash on four and six in particular, at least from what I've heard. But, uh, you know I, what? The dude's wife in Resident Evil Seven actually that was a pretty sad death, wasn't it? Because doesn't she turn back into herself, like, right as you have to kill her? So you and you've been, like, searching for her the whole time, like, your fucking <laughs> lost wife, and, like, you get her, and she attacks you because she's possessed, and she turns back into herself, like, right as you stab her in the fucking neck. Yeah. That shit was pretty rough. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, it me is. too. It is hard, man. Uh. Her face becomes so, like... Just, trade, yeah. kind of. I know, yeah. It's like you made me do this. Oh yeah. <laughs> who else? Yeah, who man. else got Resident Evil picks? Yeah, that was everybody. Not. Oh, that's everybody. No. I have uh, a little. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty uh, sure when Justin went right to Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to bring up Borderlands again, like a <laughs> fucking asshole. I <laughs> see. <laughs> I like. See, I really like some of the older ones because of their charm, even though they're like tank controls. But they definitely were more like survival horror because you had limited resources, so like tape for to save. Like you had fucking reams of tape for a typewriter, and that's like how you saved in some of those games. The like uh, ammo crafting, like it's an early example of like having to ammo craft. In a game and like make resources and go to a reloading bench and like make yeah. ammunition. Like really, really cool. Does anyone remember that game? It was a very early co op Resident Evil where it was like a early attempt at like a multiplayer game where you were fighting like infection levels and stuff like um, that. So there were uh, I think you're talking about Outbreak. Yes. Yep. Uh, um, that was PlayStation, I think. Um, I'm looking at the like, non-major releases here. Yeah. You guys oh. want to hear all 27 of them ranked best to worst? <laughs> give me the top five. Give us the give us the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Let me go up. I haven't even heard of half of these. 
Raccoon City. What the fuck? Oh, that one was a shooter, like a. Fir- that one was pretty good. It was a first-person shooter, I believe. Oh, weird. Operation Raccoon City. Let me yeah, exactly. Um, number one. All right, we'll do top fifteen. How's that? Was that right, number one in the list, City. though? Sorry. No, it was not. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, that was like number twenty-five on the list. Dude, what was the win that they hyped up? Uh, where because you could play as the umbrella characters. Oh, this is kind of like I a fucking bought this game too. It was yeah, what was the uh, un... and then it took... no, it was horrible. Uh, what was that? Wasn't that? I thought was, was that, that was that Operation Raccoon City. I think City? that was Operation was... Raccoon City. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, yeah, that one, that one was was not great. I think you're right. I think yeah. that is exactly what that is. This is weird. This list is all fucked up. It goes from number eleven to number nine. Boo! <laughs> all right, so I guess I'll start with number eleven. Uh, <laughs> is Resident Evil Zero number okay. ten on the list? Or right. eleven. Not unclear on which number it is exactly. So uh, number Evan's pick was a middling pick, is what you're telling me. I mean, it's uh, out of twenty. It's ten twenty-seven. What Resident Evil Six have on there? Is it on there at all? Because I thought it that probably one... will be. Hold on, let me get through the the rest of these bottom ones. So Resident or number nine or ten is Resident Evil Village. Um, that's the newest one. Number nine. See, it had two number nines. Whatever. Uh, number nine is Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number uh, eight, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. Okay. Uh, number seven is Resident Evil 2. See, this is going to be one of those lists that's made by people who are like hipsters. Where they're Hardcore. Like, yeah, they're like, man, you this is play the Metacritic. old ones. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, okay. This is the only oh, one Metacritic? that had. This is on Metacritic, and it was the only okay. one that had I, like I all of Metacritic. the games, and not just I like that. that's a fair. couple. I trust of them. that no, too. Metacritic's um, there. Keep going. Next, where are we at? I think it's number six. Is uh, Resident just Resident Evil? I guess the first one. Okay. All right. Um. And then Resident Evil 2002, I guess. Must have been a remake. Yeah. So that came up there. So the remake. I I see what's going on. on, uh, Xbox is is actually really good. No, okay. I get why the the list is fucked up because there's a bunch of ties and shit. So that's why it's fucked up. Okay, okay. Yeah. So like Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Code Veronica X tied for number nine. Uh, Resident Evil 7 got number 8, and then number 7 was Resident Evil 2, and then from there, there's like, I don't know, 6 ties for number 3, which is Resident Evil, uh, the 2002 remake, Resident Evil 2, uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, okay, um, Resident Evil Code Veronica, so I guess Veronica X must have been like a DLC or something. It's shit. after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, or after the fact. This looks like it was before DLC was a thing. Uh, and that's actually number two. Re- Code Veronica is number two. And then number one is Resident Evil 4. Wow. Yep. Holy shit. I was shit. expecting. Yeah, I was astonished that you earlier said that it's one of the ones you read as being ribbed, Dylan, because that's like one of the most lauded in the series from what I see online. 
Yeah, it must just be people talking shit about the Ashley portion of it. Maybe that's skewing my view of it for sure. I just that's even her name. Yeah, she was very annoying. But that game is a masterpiece. That's why I cut you off, Kyle. I'm astonished that none of us picked that one. I never played that. Honestly, I never really played much of them until Resident Evil Seven. I mostly they're worth that game. They're worth a revisit. Um, at least play the at least play the remakes of two and three. Yeah, and one and the original. Yeah, because they're really. I feel like they're really good. The remakes are two, especially because they remade it from the ground, fucking up with like all of the constituent components of it and kept the puzzles and shit. Oh, cool. Yeah, that one. That one is pretty cool. I can't believe they made twenty-seven fucking Resident Evil games. It is a long series. It is a long-standing series, and, they and well, they also have like just kind of like they have just kind of like shoot-offs too. Like they had one game that was like only released on the Wii, and then like five years later, it was remade <laughs> on PlayStation yeah. Four or some shit. Yeah. Like they just have a whole bunch of like games too. They did uh-huh. have arcade games. Did you find it like Boondocks or something? Yep. Yep. You are correct. I forgot about that. That's the arcade true. Games. Good, yeah. Good contribution. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Japanese art or. Uh... Game studios do not fuck around, man. <laughs> There's like how many They're Final Fantasies at yeah. this point? Yeah, it's never the final. <laughs> there will never be the Final Fantasy, man. As long as fantasies exist, there will never be a final one. It's just how that works. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, I, love, I love those games. Um, I think you can get Code Veronica X on uh, the Xbox as well. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, it's like it it's was pretty one of the old. Top yeah, it was. It is. Mm-hmm. And Veronica X was like number eight, and then Code Veronica was like number fucking two. So I think X is just a remake. Is it? You want to know what this this topic is brought up for me? At least though, is the fact that like I haven't played enough Resident Evil games in recent history. Ursh. I need to I need to go back to some of that shit and play it because they're really good games. Just yeah, in they haven't made a bundle. Oh yeah, like, you know, Very like how Assassin's Creed has all their bundles. Yeah, I'm surprised Resident Evil hasn't made a bundle. True. They did with Revelations yeah. one and two, but that was it. Literally, that's all. Like you, you could find. You're right. I think they should do a a big package of them that you could buy. Resident Evil one through twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> Better uninstall all your other stuff. Yeah, dude. It comes with hard drives. One terabyte. Take up as much space as Warzone does. You literally have to buy it on an external hard drive. You can't even get a disc for it. (laughs) It comes with an SSD. You just have it comes with an external hard drive. (laughs) Damn, I can't. Yeah, that's crazy. Resident Evil's been a lot around for a long, long time. Um, I I can't see the poll. Whose topic was next? Next, we have. Yep, with the remasters. Oh yeah, game to remaster. So I don't know. Maybe you, I know Dylan or not, but the one game I would love to be remastered, and you showed me a long time ago, and I fell in love with it was Unreal Tournament. Bro, All Unreal the other- Tournament is fantastic. I think they need to bring that game back. I don't know why they stopped it, but those are beautiful games to play. They're yeah, just real. One of the charms of the Unreal Tournament games was the fact that like it was a Quake arena shooter, right? Basically, 
with some extra add-ons, but when you played on PC and you played in like servers where people had hosted these servers and they added like quake sound effects to it and you'd come into like some really fucked up crazy shit that they were doing with this game, like that was a really fun part of Unreal Tournament. And yeah, you like, got me to fall in love with it. You played as that scarecrow character. I'd never forget because he was just badass. Looking. Yeah, yeah. Like Unreal Tournament is fantastic. There's also a game from that era that I'd really like to see remastered, and that's Tribes Aerial Assault. Um, awesome. s- similar concept applies, right? It's like a Quake Arena shooter, um, but it's it, a little bit more sprawled out. The the maps are a little larger. There's a little bit more mobility to it. But those games, that's a specific portion of my life, Kyle. You bring that up, like Counter-Strike, <laughs> Source, right? Unreal Tournament 2004, right? And, like, all of that shit. That, yeah, that's a great pick for a remaster. I've always thought of, I always think about that game from time to time. I'm like, I would love, I would play that in such a heartbeat. We should I find a watch. way to play that again at some point we may be able to find it somewhere Dude, you want to hear probably on steam or something so i look i just google unreal tournament remake after announcing a reboot of the series in 2014 with unreal tournament or unreal tournament 4 as some call it and releasing the games pre-alpha on their website over a year ago uh this was released in september 2020 by the way epics games epic games has officially announced they would no longer continue development on the series latest oh. installment it's no. because of fucking Doom, bro, to be honest with you. Like, really? I, I can't... associated with Doom? No, they're not, but it's because that Are you game... sure it's not because of Fortnite? I was, I was going to say, I was going to say it may also I was thinking Battle Royales. Just dumping all their fucking... Yeah. Yeah. yeah just immediately just trying to blame an unrelated shooter. What the fuck? It's not unrelated. It, they have a multiplayer in that fucking game that plays like Quake. Like... Yeah, like sure. there's there's no room for a game like that in this market. Funny. Like it's because of Doom. Welcome to Conspiracy Theory the, Hour with Dylan. Right. So the hear first me out. heading under the first. Uh, Could be the late day podcast. <laughs> that's right. Hear me the out. Fucking... This is how Doom fucked me in my life and my whole childhood. <laughs> Dude, the first heading under this. Uh, article for the first section this article is called why unreal tournament 4 was canceled by the way fortnite killed unreal tournaments <laughs> all right all right i'll give it up yeah you ever play those was... games lane unreal tournament yeah no but I, after just looking it up a little bit on here it looks like i really would have fucking enjoyed it oh that game was like the pinnacle of multiplayer dude this I looks thought, so sick. i thought it even beat halo 2 multiplayer it was it was really early on to like you could see it looks like land in parties the era, at that time like, yeah yeah right i kind of it looks like, like goldeneye it looks like goldeneye era like mixed with like halo 2 and yes yes and combat like, evolves just, even goldeneye yeah, time yeah. brought on for it yeah it, it is it is one of the coolest i've ever played and give me a remake yeah, yeah i know right we need to put a petition out there. Damn, dude. What I was would, this on? What so did you play this PC, on? PC. Um, okay. Exclusively. And Ooh. it came back in the day, it came with its own disc. Like it was th- right. at that time. That's how they all came, came, dude. Real yeah. Tournament 3 came to consoles. That one wasn't bad. It that was Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's that shit I played on my PC. 
By the way, did we introduce our newest straggler who we've picked up? That's true, Johnny. He popped in a bit ago. You More there, crowd Johnny? noises. Woo! Now Johnny's underwater. Johnny Scuba seems to have called in from his aquarium. Yes, yeah, Johnny, you didn't have to hit us up when you're on vacation in Fiji, bro. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently my phone sucks too. It's that Boost Mobile phone, bro. Where you at, dog? The whole city's behind you. Where you at? Holy shit. Damn, dude. Unreal Tournament. Yeah. That would, uh... I'm sure that, you can find the I've old never one played on Steam, it. Though. I've never played it before, and now I, I'm. That's already like my vote for remake. Justin, I want to play this game. I guarantee there's some fucking GitHub, GitHub repo of someone desperately trying to get that back like, online, yeah. right? Like that's for generally sure. how those things go. There's some kind of repo out there where people have been working on trying to get servers reinstated through AWS or some shit like that, <laughs> and like you know that kind of thing, like. There's a thriving Unreal Tournament 2000 community or whatever the fuck year it came out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, one of... I'm so glad Kyle brought that up. It is one of the coolest first-person shooters that I've ever played. Um, It looks like it, dude. It came out in the Quake era, so it got to, like, refine on some of the Quake concepts Mm. of, like, arena shooter. So it was, like, the best of all of those worlds. It was, like, it, it was the, you know, the the third child right you know the first one you have a hard time parenting the second one kind of comes around the third one's where you really get your stride right like it was yeah that that kind of shit where um one of the most impactful games that and halo combat evolved and counter-strike source all in that same time Mm -hmm. frame talking about remasters i think that i would like to see enslaved remastered um it's a early that sounds familiar early xbox title it's a enslaved yeah yeah tale of the west um either that or the game that justin and i played odd world do you remember that i think they're making a new odd world actually the one with the shooter though i liked the shooter i don't like abe's Mm. odyssey i know what you're talking about Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I want that one. I want that one back with modern mechanics. Because that I was... looked it up, and that actually looked, looked like the picture looks familiar, but I never played. I think I maybe did a demo of it. Everybody has seen it on like a GameStop shelf. You know, yeah. like a case on a GameStop shelf. Um, but it, it was a really, really cool cinematic uh, game, and it was like a kind of it had some qte in it like quick time events and stuff like that and it was a total um like hail mary pass kind of game there wasn't a lot of budget to it um that kind of thing but i would like to see that remastered or like odd world stranger's wrath that would be really fun i'd play that one again i'd pay 60 dollars for that game for sure that was amazing yeah if you're doing a multiple one, I'm also just going to say Star Wars Battlefront 2 needs to be remastered. Dude, that hell yeah. I fucking loved that game, dude. I didn't even need Xbox Live. I would play that by myself. Dude, for I'm real. Online. For real, dude. I didn't even really know what Xbox Live was when I was playing that fucking game. <laughs> dude, you know what's funny about uh, Enslaved? It's Odyssey to the West, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, you guys know who Andy Serkis is? 
the actor. He he plays Claw in the Marvel movies, like, like that South African dude. Yeah, he's uh he voiced the main guy in Enslaved. Wow, yeah, Damn. that's pretty crazy. Side when bar. did that come out? Do you have a date? Uh, let's see. Give me one sec here. Because that really get back to that it. would really precede his like Marvel shit. Released oh for sure twenty twenty ten. I guess damn okay. that's actually that surprises me. I oh, thought it would have been a little earlier than that. Um, I think it was I a three hundred and sixty I mean, title. Right? Marvel mm-hmm. was up and running for two years at that point, but Andy wouldn't come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe for like another ten years almost. So yeah, that was ten years before he was even in the Marvel Universe. More fucking Marvel. Let me put the flip calendar back. It's basically hey. like talking about Avengers. I'm going to reset this flip calendar. It's pretty. Uh, I never Avengers even adjacent. said the A word. <laughs> I'll say it for you. <laughs> What's, what do you want remastered, Lane? Tell me about uh, it. Guitar Hero. No, I'm just that, kidding. But I would, I would like a new fun. generation of Guitar Hero so I could play that shit yeah. and not have to have my old fucking guitars that are caked in 15 years of dust and Mountain Dew and Dorito dust. You know, I would uh, play Guitar Hero again. Apparently you can play, uh, still play the last Rock Band game and still use All the stuff works? Yeah. Yeah, like like they've maintained that, but it's not the same as Guitar Hero, I don't mean to say that, but not like the it's, same. It's, I did really like Rock Band too, but definitely Guitar Hero is like the OG. I like era. playing the drums, dude. I did. Remember our fucking your birthday party, Dylan? Yeah, bro. We that, played Rock the Band ice cream all birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went hard on Rock Band. We played Rock Band a few times at, at the house yeah. all together. That was that a lot of fun. Tough. My stepdad would just karaoke that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. He, you, he, he would you, sing like. You. He would sing like down to down to the sickness and shit like that from disturbed. Like it didn't matter. He, right. He would do whatever. He I mean, so, than I me mean, singing it. Like uh, I don't know. I do, I would like to get another guitar hero or a remake or something with some uh, updated guitars and stuff, so I don't have to use the old ones. But um, I don't know. Other than that, I'm kind of I'm drawing some blanks. You know, I always like playing the Need for Speed games. I wouldn't mind seeing some of those remastered. Need for Speed, Need for speed Underground 2. Oh, Underground 2, boy! Remastered, yeah. bro. I'm right there two. with you. Yes. That game made with, like, modern physics engine would oh, be so God. much fun. Hell like, yeah, dude. And I, Need for Speed Carbon, that came out... That was, like, the release title, one of the release titles with the Xbox 360. And I fucking loved that game, dude. I wouldn't mind getting a remaster of that either. I'm a huge Need for Speed nerd. Like, that was... I love them, dude. Like it really started my love affair of, with like racing games because now I play you like Forza me with racing games, right? Like remember I, that game? You're like gas, gas. I think that was what was that Crash Bandicoot? That was Burnout. No, or Burnout. Burnout. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Like the I, first uh, racing game I ever played was Gran Turismo on the PS2. Yes, I'm um, right there with you. That and the Need for Speed that was on the PC at the time, right? Uh, Outrun, and then I got or something like that with the police. Like, yes, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I actually played that one. Because I didn't play it on PC. Metal. <laughs> but then, yeah, dude, Need for Speed uh, Underground, that shit was sick. 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 And I like, um, I like what Kyle just said, too. Fucking Twisted Metal. That was. Say, thanks for giving me an idea, Kyle, because I couldn't come up with one this whole fucking metal. time. But Twisted, Twisted Metal, metal was the first fucking game I played. 
Give oh. me a twisted metal. Uh, we played that together, Kyle. You oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Grandma's house, bro. Yeah. 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 She, was, she this, didn't like us playing it, but we played I it. I always saw this at Blockbuster, but I never fucking got it. Did any of you guys ever play Black? Yes. No. I played it at like I my missed, neighbor's that house. Was the darkest one. One time. Dude, the cutscenes in that game fucked little eleven-year-old me up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no face drawn realistically was yeah. terrifying to me oh, as a yeah. child. <laughs> and all the levels were dark as shit. There was like a. I'm not gonna lie, Sweet Tooth was the only clown I liked. Everyone was like, not a fan. I was like, this guy's badass looking. <laughs> well, he was a real bastard, but he was, he was a very yeah, bastard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that game, dude. Black. I, I literally I played that game a single time at like the neighbor's house from across the street, the one time I ever hung out with him. I'm interested in hearing what Evan wants for a remaster. And yeah. John, you are on. So, the, oh, never mind. Nope, you're good. He's fine. <laughs> so anyway, uh, for a long time, I've wanted a remake of the uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, Kotor. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Damn. Both of those. Um. Uh, I, I can't believe they haven't been uh, remade, uh, but that that would definitely be the top of my list. Uh, and then I'm actually getting a game here soon that I've wanted to see uh, a remake of for quite a while, and that's uh, Diablo 2. Super it's excited coming, for that. It's coming! It's coming! I'm so excited. I'm going to reset my Diablo calendar over here. Shut up. <laughs> I, we made it four episodes without talking about it, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Avengers came up last ben, episode. Did you ever like uh, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? Yeah, it's a good, that, uh, great title. That would have been awesome. That would I've never thought about that, but I would have wanted that one to be remastered as well. I'm always so down for more. You Star can get Wars Jedi Academy. Um, I think on Game Pass right now, if I'm not mistaken. But I do know they have it on Xbox as well as Black. You can get both of those. To, to be honest, I really, really wanted Mass Effect remakes, which just happened as well. Yep. I yep. really, really wanted yeah. those games done yeah. and like tightened up a little bit. Um, I would really like to go back and play those because I, I only ever really played it. them kind of in pieces at like my friend's house. They're so worth it. Um, Every bit of it. But I mean, I loved it every time I was playing it. I just was lost in the story because he would like keep playing without me and shit. So, like. <laughs> Yeah, playing those games from end to end is like from one to three sequentially is one of the coolest experiences in games I think that you can have. Um, so I'll definitely that, check them out then. That like early karmetic system that it had, Paragon and Renegade, and you know how it affected what you were doing and keeping a crew of people on a ship. Yeah, really are they cool. open? So are they open world? Like yeah. kind of. So they are open world esque. So it gives yeah. you a kind of like new, Star Wars, like Fallen Order. Yes, much more meetings. Yeah, much okay. more meetings, much more bureaucracy, <laughs> much yeah. more like interaction with like the world. Because yeah. in Fallen Order, it's kind of open map more than open world. I, I would um, say the same thing. It gives you yeah. kind of a map on a planet, and you're right, and you can go in that area. Yeah. yeah, but there's not a lot of interaction or, or NPCs and shit like that. The so. third one really opens up quite a bit so it becomes more and more progressively a open world game as you get through one that's what i heard yeah yeah i do i'm playing one right now and i feel like it's a lot slower than three three was just 
action the whole time. If you know You're at the beginning of the story. Mako, you, I, I disagree with what Dylan said about three opening up a lot. If you know how to drive the Mako, every fucking part of every single planet is completely open to you. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. The Mako in number one is like my you, main. You actually get to fly the ship? It's you can a, fly it's a ground vehicle and like land oh. and drive around them. Yeah. But that oh, ground vehicle in the first one was fucking absurd. See, you could like break the physics of the game with I it have, if you fuck around enough. I have some things to to talk about with that though, because like how I remember it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of like the open world looking pieces of that with the Mako were you just going to an outpost clearing said outpost and then leaving the planet like it wasn't like a you didn't come across cities or things like that you like came across the outpost on a planet you would kill a boss there or like a heavy enemy get some information and then go back to the ship it wasn't like assassin's creed like there weren't like npcs walking around no yeah yeah. only in the main hub worlds that you would go to um throughout the game but that also was something that I had been pining for for a really long time. And then finally, like, the, the wish got answered. Make that. love with different ladies and drop them off on different planets. Space banging, bro. <laughs> I do. That's, like, one of the main things I remember. Isn't it in Mass Effect 3 where you have sex with the alien on the ship? Yep. You can have as many. Yeah. You can fall in love with so many. I, that's, I'm just, that was, like, one of the one parts of the game that I was there for. <laughs> the one that I really remember, there's a character in 3 called Jack, and she's like a, a oh, what do they call that? Um, she could do like telepathy and shit like that. It's it's a mechanic in that game um, where she can like move objects and like crush shit with her mind. And telekinetics. Like that. Not the one yeah. that has like the mask the whole time, her like her face is covered. No, she's bald. That's Tally. Oh, yeah. Tally. Oh, okay. Tally. Yeah. The one that's bald, she's got these tattoos on her head. You break her out of a prison, essentially, and she can be a love interest, bro, and she's not gentle about it at all. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember that one in particular, too. It was pretty good. That's Will you marry me? Not gentle at all. <laughs> she wasn't gentle at all about it, not at all. Is Johnny there? Can we hear you? Are you still, are you still coming at us from... Coming at us from from Fiji under the water. Oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. What do you want to hear? Is what do you want to see as a remake game remake? Uh, Dead Space. Ooh, oh, I, I mean, I would agree with you. Ooh, yeah, it's a good one. Oh, can I add one more? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Let's, yeah, let's fucking do it. Fear. Yeah. Oh. I would like fear. to see those games remake. Remind me of Fear. So Fear was. It's a really, really popular psychological horror genre. I or like feel like series. I can picture the game right? cover, but like no, creepy little so girl in a hallway. Fear is a single, single person, except for the last game you could play co-op. Um, but it was a first-person shooter. It had one of the coolest guns that I've ever had, like in a game called the Railgun, where you could like take these spikes and like post people to walls with them. And shit like oh that. yeah! Like it, it had a really cool gunplay mechanic. Essentially, what it is is that you're looking for Alma, which is this like psychological experience experiment that the government put together in, in conjunction with a private company, and um, she's speaking to you in your mind and like Ooh. bringing you through this whole story. 
and at the end she ends up like force she ends up like raping you right or like forcefully having sex with you to create another like character like like her like a telepathic um, wait what game was this it's called fear Fear. oh that's what we're still talking about fear doesn't she rape you in fear too she ends it's either at the end of two or at the end of oh yeah yeah. i stayed far away from these games when I was a kid, for sure, dude. It was a horror game. It was one of the first games that I had seen that thing where, like, when you're looking in a direction and then you look mm-hmm. away and you look back and something's there. Oh, my God, like, dude. voluntarily. I like didn't that. even like scary movies until I was late into high school, man. <laughs> Damn, you wouldn't have, like, condemned then, too. That was also Probably just, not. like, fear. cool as shit, bro. I would take a remake <laughs> of that, too. You know, actually, uh, Lord of the Rings games. I like playing those on PS2. Those would be probably some pretty dope remakes. Fucking nerd! Not just the kidding. the action ones. Those were fun, the ones man. That you played, <laughs> like the um, like the movie, like the movie tie-in games, right? Yeah, they, yeah they, it's like uh, third person. You got to play as like yeah. Legolas and like all the other dudes. Only they time. did like a like a Battlefront Lord of the Ring style too. That that if you ever saw that one? Movie video games were ever any good? Was Dude, that was a really good. Like, they fucking nailed those. It's yes. astonishing how good the movie and the games are. Like, for sure. Pain cones. <laughs> or, dude, some of the original Tomb Raider games. Those would be some cool remakes. If they did that. Fucking like Angelina, Angelina Jolie character model. Yeah. No more uh, triangle <laughs> ones. Exactly. New high graphics. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm pretty sure on the, the newest Tomb Raider one, uh, Tomb Raider game they released. Uh, you you can like after you beat the game or something you can like put on a filter that like yep. puts her character model as the old uh, Tomb Raider game. I like the, Tomb Raider. the newest ones. Those ones were fun actually. Dude, I did. What was the uh, what was the one I played? Let me see. Uh, I think those was, are also. Game it was just F. Tomb Raider. Yeah, it was just called yeah. Tomb Raider. It was the Square Enix release. That was a lot of fun, dude. I liked that game a lot. It was very cinematic. There were these games called Blood Rain. I don't know if you remember that. It was like a vampire third-person action game. Sounds um, familiar. Those were super cool. If if, if I could see a remake of, of those. What's up? Legacy of Cain. Legacy dude, of Cain. Um, Painkiller as well. Oh, dude, oh, I barely remember that game. Painkiller was one of those like early. What was um, it? If if you could remake that, it would probably look a lot like the newer Doom games. Oh no, I I was thinking of a different game because it was like very hellscape. Yeah, you know, uh, killing like Lovecraftian shit. Dude, for sure, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah, Painkiller was the shit. Um, The game. Wasn't there a game that was basically like? It was like in the PlayStation 2 era, and it was basically like the Crank movies, but in a video game. Remember the Crank movies with Jason Statham? Yes. He was just a psychopath, and he was just doing crazy shit and constantly getting fucked up, but like kept going. I swear there was like a PlayStation 2 era game that I was I'm also thinking of. Really I came like back to Narc from that era, too. Um, super, super good. It was the one where you're, you were like a drug cop. That one was a lot of fun. Some of the early Max Payne games would probably be Tony likes Max Payne. fun remakes those you know um, i loved playing jack and dexter dude 
That was Did a fun anyone one. ever play a game called Jade Empire? Yes. Jade Empire. It Fucking sounds familiar. Jade Empire, bro. I knew I could I knew I could rely on Evan for this. So mm-hmm. it was like one of the first games that had like third person action and karmetic systems and like weird RPG elements to it. It was, mm-hmm. it was a It's on the original F- Xbox, I believe. Yes. That one Jade Empire was the tits. Seven out of ten. That was that was a really really cool game. Um, Never heard of that one. I like that they're remaking a lot of the Yakuza games because those are fun. Yeah, I've been uh, thinking about getting into those. After uh, was it? Were you talking about those a podcast or two ago, Evan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely played them. Interested. Yeah, yeah. You made me get a little pretty interested in those. It sounds like they'd be pretty cool. I was trying to find some ones on on some lists here online that maybe would. The only ones I really saw were, I mean, Legend of Zelda, some of the uh, Zelda game. Re- I mean, they already do. I mean, yeah. Nintendo yeah. is known for just remastering their games over and over again. Ocarina of New Time stories. would be a great one though to remake in like the fucking um. What do you? What was the newest one on the Switch? The other ones have been the other ones have been dope. They remastered. Um, the uh wind wind waker which was great i played that right so they did that in hd and then they also um for the wii u they remastered um oh shit the one where he turns into the wolf what is the name of that one oh um, it was um was that Link's awakening no mm-hmm. um, um i know majora. no not majora Oh, what is Twilight that? Princess? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah. So I pulled up a list here of ten games that people want remasters for that haven't happened yet. Start from the top here. Well, real quick, Tony Hawk, fucking yes. pro skater, dude. I, yeah. I, thought, I think Didn't they are they actually doing our Tony Hawk. Yeah, they're about. I think they announced. Hell yeah! Tony Hawk. I was so into those games. I want sorry, Underground, sorry. the one with the. Uh, oh, dude, that was one of my. Favorites. Yeah, that's the one that I want. So, and I used to play that shit on my PSP. Sorry, keep going. No, you know you're good. I <laughs> love that fucking game. I played a lot of that. Um, Hell yeah! First on the list here, Assassin's Creed: The Ezio Collection. Mm, those were um, classics, dude. Batman: Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. People, I saw something that said that that they should remake Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum with open world. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really. I mean, cool. I'm game. But I still think they look good for their time right now. They do. Some of these are still pretty aged well. Like Crash Bandicoot. They already remastered. They were going to say, didn't they? Um, Fallout 3. Yeah, I would. Like, I would play a remastered 3 in New Vegas. Would it look like Fallout 4 graphics right now? Then, yeah, I would. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is on here. System Shock, which is the predecessor to Bioshock. Um, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, me so either. Shock is dope as fuck. It's on PC for really cheap. Um, and then it ends with the Uncharted series, which I don't know if anybody played those, but San Andreas would be cool. If you yeah. could remake that in the GTA 5 engine, I'd play this shit. I was thinking, that. yeah. Too bad they're stuck on the, uh... GTA 5. Here we go. Here's some. I mean, it's got legs. Uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, oh. Dude, that game! I would play that game. Good one. That was. 
You mean uh, GTA for kids? Right. Yeah, exactly. Evan, exactly. Yours, one of yours is on here, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. That was one that people want to see. Jade Empire is on this list I'm looking at. Yeah, Jade Empire. Yeah, there's a bunch of really cool New Vegas as well as on this list, which I would Silent actually Hill. Really like. I'm just make New Vegas too. I would agree with you Silent there. Hill, just make awesome. one. I just want a new Fallout game made by a office that like knows shit about what Fallout fans like about their fucking games instead of whatever the fuck crackheads they have at Bethesda cranking out bullshit that is not Fallout in my opinion. All right, so D6 right now. Yes. Right, no, be a great idea. Get all the wrong people for the focus groups. I'm about to drop some hot, hot heat here. Are you ready? Oh for shit! Give me, hit me with that sweet, Are sweet fire. I don't think you're ready for this. It's it's Conker's Bad Fur Day, bro. Dude, I saw that on the list. Whoa. I was looking at too. Yeah, that's some hot <laughs> heat. I would play the shit out of that, like all day. I think that got a remake at once already. Like it. It got a port. It was later given a rare... sequel on the Xbox, is yeah. what this says. And in the rare collection, it's ported in that to the newer consoles, yeah. but it is not remade. Catherine Full Body. I played the shit out of Catherine. That was a really cool puzzle game. Max Payne is on here too. Yeah. So like Metal Gear, Gear Solid on a bunch of the lists. Yes. Too. Some of the older Metal Gear Solids right. are great. Yeah. Especially like Snake Eater. If they made a remaster of Snake Eater, I'd play the shit out of that game. That well, was so much fun. Turn off your PlayStation because it would keep remembering what you would do. Yep. That Metal Gear game. There was one where there was a boss fight in there where you fought this old man who was a sniper, right? And if you just left your console on for a day in that fight, right, he would die of old age. So, like, you didn't even have to fight him. <laughs> That's like, that hilarious. Was, that was a really cool concept. Metroid Prime as well. I'd play this. I've been begging oh, for a Metroid game, but Nintendo doesn't cool. want to do it. They don't have the balls, man. They nope, they the won't balls. even do another Bayonetta. I would play the shit out of a Bayonetta remake, though, like with some modern graphics and shit. Dude, this is hilarious. So I searched on Google top ten games <laughs> that should be remade. One of the fucking links is these games really need to be made, remade, but it's from BMW.com, and it's literally BMW, like the car <laughs> website, and they have an article about video games that should be remade. <laughs> that was some, like, some, it's like, PA's project. Plus, I had a right? slow week. Yeah, when was like... this out? GoldenEye's on here. They remade GoldenEye, you idiots. How old was that remake? Yeah. It came out, I don't know, 2015, maybe? Lane, Lane, Spy Hunter, bro. Oh, I fucking love Spy Hunter. That shit was insane, I played man. a Spy Hunter remake all day. The first time I played Spy Hunter was on, like, the little Xbox demo games at, like, Target and Walmart. That was the first time I ever played it, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm driving my car, I jump into the water, it turns into a fucking boat, and I keep going on the boat, and I get back on land, and I got a car again, and I got machine guns and oil slicks and all. Like, the fucking, oh, dude. Was it was, like, game, my wet dream as a yeah. kid. I never played that. So I actually got that on a demo disc, too, but it came in a magazine. It was, like, PlayStation Magazine, and they <laughs> oh. had a bunch of, like... I remember those magazines. One of the games oh, that I played on that was like Zone of the Enders. That was pretty crazy. What, what did you say, Johnny? <laughs> I used to steal those discs all the time. Yep. <laughs> Just pull them out of the thing at the shelf. Yep. Yep. I would, I would play the shit out of that, and I would play the shit out of like a Hydro Thunder remake. Oh, see, I was thinking was about that for sick. a racing game. 
Hydro Thunder. That was another game you and I played at Grandma's all the time. Bro, constantly. We played Hydro Thunder all the time. This is really fun, this topic, because I'm getting to like go back through some of my old game history and like seeing what I would want to see. I knew you'd like, like Unreal Tournament. Bro, that shit just brought me back. I'm like, now that I know how to like program at least a little bit, like it makes me want to like figure out how to make that game playable in a modern day. But like, so they did remake GoldenEye in 2010 with uh, Daniel Craig Bond Bond character. Ew. I mean, I played the game. It it was fun to revisit the GoldenEye game and have it, you know, not be. What it was on the N sixty four, I just as far as graphics. Give me the OG Sean Connery. Give but, me uh, Sean dude, I, Connery honestly, I wouldn't baby. mind a fucking 007, another GoldenEye remake on newer consoles. Just for the multiplayer would be a lot of fun. Even if they just yeah. did like the multiplayer component, I'd be pretty happy for sure. Yeah, like, I'd like to see what they could do with that game if they decided to modernize it because it was like It'd be a battle royale, <laughs> fucking first person oh, shooter. Fifty James Bonds get dropped on. That's what the hands. remake was. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> every time you jump out of the plane, it's burner, burner, burner. burner the best burner, part about burner. those games. I played 007 Nightfire on PlayStation Two. Like my life depended on it, dude. I fucking burning, love burning, that game. Burning, burning. How about Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark. Yeah. It received Perfect a port on dark? the yeah, so it received a port on the rare collection, but it never had a remaster. That and Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of I'd play Beyond Good and Evil quite a bit. And Johnny, that's old school. I haven't played that in a long time. Yes, yeah, it was a total throwback. I, I was just going through like N sixty four games I played. Uh, I think they did remaster Beyond Good and Evil. You can get it on the Xbox. I don't know if it's back compat or is it remastered. It's remastered. Oh wow! Okay, I'd I have the it. shit out of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get it. It's cheap. I was gonna try to see if uh, I could find a list of games that are gonna be remade here soon. See what we there's, can look forward to. Yeah, there's some stuff. I found this on the Ferrari website. That's right. <laughs> games that are coming out 2020, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's a list, but I don't. I haven't even heard of any of these games, and none of them are on our list. Okay, I'll start. At the top, number ten is uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. I mean, I've heard of that, but that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gothic. Gothic. I've never heard of that. One. Wait. Also, I, I mean, we'll see. Gothic. We'll see how accurate this list is because this release date for Prince of Persia: Sands of Time was supposed to be January twenty first, twenty twenty one, and I didn't ever. I don't think I heard anything about that. So huge, a little budget. <laughs> uh, number nine was Gothic. Number eight was Near. N i e r. Uh, seven That's saviors cool of sapphire wings and stranger of sword city revisited you know what Jesse? you know what came out that you might have enjoyed if it was remastered their graphics yeah. is a uh, crisis oh shit crisis would be a good one to remake <laughs> crisis is cool as oh dude that would be really sick oh my God, i was Turok? actually thinking about that one if they could oh yeah Turok. Turok game that would be dope i was gonna say um what's that um jim Earthworm Jim, that's a great, that's a great call out. <laughs> that, that, is that from the uh, like Sega, Sega games? Yeah, I think yeah, it was a Genesis game. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Earthworm, Bro, damn, that's a fire call out. Johnny's got the heat today. Looks like there's a Fable remake coming. I would yeah. really shit if that really happens. 
I would, they already you made a trailer for it. You wouldn't talk to Dylan for a few months if mm. there was like a Fable remake coming out because that's. I love those games. Yeah, that oh, one. Fuck was, Peter Molyneux. That one's true that it's coming out. All right, just so you guys are aware, these are the top five uh, remakes fans want to see at E3 2021. Resident Evil Zero and One, uh, Legend of Zelda. Ocarina of Time Ocarina. and Majora's Mask. Sorry, man. I, I cannot believe you just mispronounced that. I'm like embarrassed. That. You better cut that out of the Ocarina. podcast. Done, bud. Here, just 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 edit this in. Ocarina. <laughs> there we go. All right, I can do that. I can do that. I can literally do that. Let's do that. That's gonna be fun. Uh, Assassin's Creed, the original 2007 one. Uh, the Witcher 2007. That would be cool. And uh, Red Dead Redemption, the OG 2010. That would also be very cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the original. <laughs> yeah, those are those are great. I think that I think they should remake Red Dead Revolver. <laughs> Redemption is not the first Red Dead game, guys. No. Do you know that? Yeah, it's a Revolver first. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Also, an uh, Xbox game. Yeah, that was like. It's like a rail shooter. Real good game, I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it actually was. Yeah, it's awesome. Did you guys think it was old days? Did you guys play any of like the Call of Juarez and like stuff that came out around that time that was like Call uh, of Juarez? A, a little bit. I no, I I played a game that was kind of like a Red Dead Redemption. It was really old. It's called Gun. Yes, I played Gun yeah. as well. That was That's a very violent game back then. <laughs> super violent, bro. Yeah, that had dismemberment in it, if I, yeah, if I it remember did. correctly. Yeah. <laughs> that was open world, too. <laughs> yeah, that came out on play- PS2, it looks like. Gun was I fantastic. never played the second one. I, Gun 2 I missed, but... Dang, Gun got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. See, dude. Kyle, you know what we need to do is we just need to talk about old games, man. I didn't know that you were in the pocket like this about old games. He's like, yeah, fucking Gun... Like and Johnny mm-hmm. too, man. We need to have some more old game right, topics because that's fire. I an Unreal I Tournament mean, made me cry. Love you. I didn't. I never even played it, and I, I makes me cry, dude. It, seriously, serious. it looks like if, a game that I would have. No one can find that on Steam. Down. I would consider just buying myself a PC just because yeah, I've been wanting to play it together. so bad. I would I run a server with you and just pay for it yeah, monthly. To play no, 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 game. because he wouldn't actually do it, but he would consider it. I would consider <laughs> it. <laughs> there was this... Oh, before we move on. Breath of the Wild does look like a sick game. I want to add one more, and this one's like, I bet maybe one of you have played this. It was something that I had to, like, text somebody to ask them like what the fuck this game was called because i couldn't remember it it was dark cloud on the playstation 2 so it was a um a dungeon crawler is what you would call it like so you had a city that you were rebuilding and you would go into the dungeons and when you hit like every 10 levels you would get some pieces of this city back and then you would go out there and like build the city again with like a top-down view dude i feel really, like i rented this from really blockbuster fucking cool game bro i went back and played it on the playstation mm-hmm. 4 because they had it in their back and pat library and i would pay very good money to play one and two remade again like yeah oh this is my bad too because this is just a fun topic too but 
uh, old PlayStation 2 game that I loved was War of the Monsters. What was that? That was just a fighting game, and you got to be like robot or I all these other type that. of monsters. I played the basic. Oh, dude, played. was that? Did that one have? Kind a... of, basically, and like there was a skin for oh, yeah. Twisted Metal Black to play a Sweet Tooth in yes. it. Yeah. If oh, you dude, there Twisted was. Metal. This wasn't it, I don't think, because this didn't have like Godzilla and King Kong. It was just like generic shit, right? Oh, there was like a lizard that looked like Godzilla. Right, and there was, like, real but there was too. there was also like a game. It was it was like a like a real monsters universe game with like Godzilla and King Kong and Mecha Godzilla yes. and fucking Godzilla oh, and oh yeah, Mothra. I have that one on the game. That Dude, was that's, War of the yes. War, no, not War of the Monsters. Um, that was so cool. King of the Monsters or something. Yeah, that thing I, was that game was sick. I liked both of those. Like the generic monster fighting games from that time were great. There were a few. Yeah. That were like that. Ah, good times. War of the Makes Monster me feel old. Man. Yeah, I can't believe you, <laughs> I can't believe you remember that game. Yeah, that's nuts. There's some hey, in my head that? right now, but I don't remember the names of them. What was that one game where it was, basically, it was basically GTA, but you were an alien? Oh, it was Destroy, uh, destroy All humans. humans. Yes, Destroy All Humans. That was remastered. That was a remaster as well. It does. Know. I just was. Uh, that's my suggested game of the month. Oh, really? Yep, Destroy All Humans is awesome. I really like that title. God, I... There was a second one as well, right? There was yeah, there was. A one yep. and a two. That's Crazy. A, that's a great, that's a great game. Um, well, we got one more topic. Do we want to do it or do you want to call it a night, boys? <laughs> How is everybody feeling? I like door number B. I mean, we got a lot of legs out of the, uh, <laughs> the two topics. No, it's great. I love talking about old games like that. Yeah, I mean we're three hours in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think we're good to call it. All right, guys. Well, oh, and I've um, been four hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, we've. I still uh, right at six thirty. <laughs> I don't think we've uh, decided on a game for next month yet, but uh, we will keep you guys posted. Uh, Justin said his suggestion was destroy all humans. Uh, do we have a couple other suggestions in? Narita boy. Narita boy. I think that was a candidate last month. Mm-hmm. Katana Zero. Um, Let's see, Deep Rock Galactic. Multiplayer game um, if we want to go that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I, I'm still going to throw Fallen Order into the mix. That was a really cool game. I don't. How, how many of us have played it? I know Kyle and I have. Jedi Fallen Order? Sorry. Yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. I have never played it. That's a really fun game. I might put that one on. Yeah, so, I was actually thinking about starting that one anyway. So That's awesome. Uh, and it's on EA Play, so it's on Game Pass. So okay. Um, so yeah, we can. We'll let you guys. We'll come back next month with the with the game of the month after we collaborate here on our own and make a decision. But there's a little taste of the possibilities. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, please make sure to like and subscribe. You know, tell your friends, spread the word, do what you got to do. In the email or the email in the description is also a place you can send us uh, feedback, suggestions. Uh, if you want to, you know, suggest topics. Uh, maybe we'll do a couple of those on here sometime too so um in the meantime thank you guys for joining us on lowered expectations and we will catch you next time
you can die 